We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Alright, salute to Knicks Nation, CP the Franchise. Back at it. Salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up button for your boys. This is the live interview with my guy, Sky Zoo. Rapper. Peace, peace. MC. Lyricist. Diehard Knicks fan. Brooklyn Zone. Sky Zoo, what's going on, man? Welcome to the show, bro. What's up, bro? What's up? What's going on, partner? I had to run to the fridge yeah. and the man cave real quick because I said we're going to be sitting down for a while. Of course. I got to get situated and get it together. You know what I mean? Of course, of course, man. Now, nah, thanks for joining me, man. Um, Well, let's let's start this off. You know, you and I had connected at, uh, before that, but but in person at uh, Knicks Hawks game four, man. Yeah. And Knicks on their way to getting routed and ultimately getting out of, up out of this series last Wednesday, game five. Um, just talk about the overall season, you know, how did you reflect back on the season once it was all said and done? Oh man, well, you know, it was um, a Cinderella season for sure. You yeah. know, it was a Cinderella season, which is a good thing. It's something we can build on. Yeah. It's something that we can know, okay, this is where we started. We didn't even know we would start this high. So now, you know, we started here and um, there's nowhere to go but up. You know, now there's expectations. Now yeah. there's we prove we could do certain things, right? So it's no turning back. There's no, you know, well, you know, we doing this this year. Nah, yeah. like last year, y'all was cooking. So y'all got to keep cooking. And that's the league. That's everybody looking around like, oh, y'all, y'all showed something. Yeah. Like, show that it wasn't a fluke. You know what I mean? So now there's expectations and everything to meet. So it was, it was a good season, man. We didn't expect this. We was we was fade for Cade. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. we was, you know go under the rug for Suggs like we was you know what I mean we had all that that kind of talk going on in November and now you know we sitting back like yo we hit the playoffs boom 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 like I said there's nowhere to go but up yeah nowhere to go but up man and today it was just announced that um Tom Thibodeau named coach of the year you know that, so that goes with Julius's uh most improved player of the year what, what you think about the job that Tibbs did this year with him I thought it was amazing and going into the season I definitely was with Tibbs getting the job because of his prestige and what he's done and you know his resume speaks for itself but the one thing that scared me was running people knees into the ground I was like yo mm. Tibbs gonna make them boys work 
And I don't know. We saw how that went before, you know, and he did. Yeah. You know, Julius and RJ led the league in minutes. <laughs> I mean, so yeah. he did. But thank God they seem to be in great shape and they cool. But uh, Tibbs did an amazing job. You know, this this pretty much similar roster to the year before. A few different pieces, give or take, but yeah. very similar to the year before. And look at what we did. Look at what he did. So, you know, I, you got to just give it up 100% to him. Yeah, true story, man. And I came on earlier to talk about him winning the award. And, you know, I you could make the argument about, you know, plays being overworked because it did look like they kind of ran out of steam at the end. For me, it's just, yeah. it's just hard to tell, you know, objectively yeah. – whether or not that happened without seeing plays, you know, getting hurt or directly saying it. You could tell, you know, like I said, that game four, being there in Atlanta and watching D. Rose limping off the court, he definitely didn't look good. Um, the West Coast trip was certainly took a took a toll. I think it did take a toll on him, you know, yeah. because they were under the gun to maintain that fourth seed. And then at mm-hmm. the same time, they, they're on a six-game road trip out West. In which they did yeah. go three and three. You know, they did show a good showing, but that double overtime or, or was overtime loss to the Lakers, you know, to finish the yeah. trip, you know, that was tough. That, that I think yeah. that definitely took a toll on him, bro. 100%. I think the only thing, too, with Tibbs, you know, as much as I like him and, and, and as much as he deserved to get this award, you hope that that 39, 40 minutes a night doesn't scare people off when yeah. it comes to people wanting to come into a situation. It's one thing for this to be a team that Tibbs inherited, like, all right, we got to play 40 minutes a night. It mm-hmm. is what it is. But it's another thing for somebody to choose to play 40 minutes a night. You know yeah. what I mean? So you just hope that that doesn't hold people back. You know, I know people talk about Kawhi and all that. We all know Kawhi like to chill when, when it's time to chill. Yeah. like Or when it's not time to chill. He, he like to chill when he say, nah, I ain't doing nothing tonight. I'm cooling. And Tibbs ain't going to be with that. You know what I mean? So yeah. we, we hopefully, you know, his, his ways don't scare off potential incoming players but uh we rocked and rolled man like I'm, I'm super proud of them super proud of them true story man once again salute to everybody in the chat once again hit that thumbs up button for your boys this yo hit that TV. thumbs up button for your boys i wanted to say that for so long that, that's your tagline yo you hit already, that thumbs up button for your boys you already you know, know man you already Absolutely. know uh yeah this is nicks nicks fan tv live presented by manscaped special guest sky zoo in the building we're talking nicks and his upcoming album dropping this friday all the brilliant things. So we're going to yeah. get into all of that, man. If you guys want to call in, talk about Knicks, talk to Sky Zoo, man. The phone lines are up 657-383-1509. We'll also take some calls via the Discord as well. Um, talking about this season, bro, what was who, or what or who was your biggest surprise this season? I think Randall was everybody's. I yeah. think if, if you ask anybody, it'll, it'll be kind of unanimous. You know, uh, going into it, you know what? Everybody was like, yo, we got to move on from, from Sun. We got Obi. Yeah. Obi going to take over yeah. that spot. And I think Julius was watching the draft and was like, oh, word? All right. You know what I'm saying? And that's just me saying that. Mm-hmm. I don't got no intel, no nothing. Obviously, they get along well on the court. But I think the competitive spirit in him might have been like, oh, word? That's yeah. what we're doing? All right. You make heads rethink that. And, and, and he cooked. He proved it. Yeah, big time, bro. Now, on the playoff side of things, didn't really go so well for him. You yeah. sat there. You watched the whole series. Yeah. Did did your did your view on him change by the time the playoffs ended? No, I think it just showed you have somebody who's really talented and who put in a ton of work. Mm-hmm. This was a situation of as talented as he is, the work definitely was what pushed it over. You know, it, it, it was that whole type of vibe. And regardless of all of that, it showed heads need a roster upgrade. You know, and I remember talking to some of my people's you know, in my chat with the Knicks and all that. And, I, you know, with my Knicks fans, you know, homies and all that. And it was like, yo, we need a roster upgrade bad. Like, regardless of how dope 
the season went and the Cinderella season and the magic of it. Yo, we really need a roster switch up. You yeah. know, there's not a lot of, I mean, some heads, yeah, but not a lot of heads that, that need to be coming back. As much as we may feel some type of attachment to them because it was kind of a grit and grind season, not to borrow that from the Grizzlies, but kind of a grit and grind type season and blue collar, lunch pail, 93, 94 season. Yo, we need some talent. You know what I mean? A lot of this was, was you know, squeezing, you know, water out of a rock. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we, we need yeah. a real talent upgrade at a lot of them seats on that bench. So, you know, but um, I think that's the only thing that improved with Julius, that you're putting so much on his plate. And if you had a real point guard, if you had a sniper in that starting lineup, you know, if you had those types of things around him, that he'll really be able to cook. One night he may be the number one, one night he may be the number three because yeah. you got that much talent on the squad. And it don't got to be, you know, Miami big three or nothing like that or Brooklyn big three. You know, you just need the right talent around him. Everybody need to be able to go get 20 if they have to without losing sleep. Yeah, that's what it got to be about. I, I agree, man. You know, I was one coming into the season before the season started. I'm like, yeah, we need to move on from him. He's not the guy. And then mm-hmm. he came in, turned the whole thing around, um, yeah. made winning plays. You know, that's what I was looking for. Can he make winning plays? Can he shoot the three at a reasonable clip? Well, I don't yeah. miss Porzingis because obviously that was one thing that Porzingis did not make winning plays. But he was a, he was a nice shooter from three. Yeah, you know, Julius first year he was twenty nine percent from three. He was laying bricks out there. So, yeah. um, and then on top of the turnovers and everything, he just wasn't a guy for me. But he really proved me wrong this season. You know, playoffs was disappointing for me, man. Um, just just yeah. watching it and going from thirty seven points per game against this team, the Hawks, to eighteen. Uh, you know, fifty eight percent from from the field to thirty eight percent. You know, fifty. 50% from three to 30. I mean, he was just God awful, man. But yeah, uh, it, it was rough, man. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think if this was any other city, it would have been, well, we happy because we made it in yeah. and it went bad, but it's okay. This is New York. So once we got a little taste of that, it was on, it was like, nah, we supposed to be running this. Now nah, yeah. we supposed to get to the chip. And I think deep down, you know, we wasn't going that far, but yeah. you know, you saw the potential and that dream started to look real. It wasn't, a playing spot. It wasn't the eighth seed. Yeah. It, it was the fourth. fourth. It was like, yo, fourth. home court advantage. It was yeah. like, yo, yeah. that's my duel or something. Like, I definitely had us in six. Yeah. I definitely had us in yeah. six. That, you know that's what, what I, mean? I like, thought, I bro. definitely had us there. That's what I thought. Like, when the season first started, even when we first had some some impressive wins, you know, the, the blowout win against the Bucks at home, you know, the Rivers yeah. game against the Jazz, and you starting to see, like, Okay, they starting they saying something right now. I'm like, yeah. all right, maybe they'll they'll compete for the playing, but right. I never saw a fourth seed. And then by the time we hit the All Star break, we're in the fourth seed. I'm like, yeah. okay, but the second half of the schedule is gonna get tough. I expect mm-hmm. them to come back a little bit, especially defensively. Then they yeah. get Rose, and they yeah. they're right there, bro. They're yeah. right there. I don't think they dip below seventh on that whole stretch. And then you know there was a lot of. Uh, you know, there was there was very little separation between four through ten at times, even yeah, in the second absolutely. half of the schedule. So it was absolutely. an incredible run then. You know, confidence is everything. And yeah. confidence can push you through a lot, whether it's sports, whether it's music, whether whatever it is, confidence can push you through anything. So mm-hmm. I feel like once heads got on a little run, there was a confidence that kicked in with everybody from yeah. one through fifteen of, yo, we could do this. And there was a confidence of Julius, like, yo, I might be the nicest might be top 10 in the league right now. Like, there was a confidence within him that pushed it. And then I I think with the playoffs, the lights got bright, man. I think it got got bright, bro. I I think the first night, what they went, like 0 for 10 out the gate or whatever it was? It looked like that. It looked like 0 for 15 right away. So I think they were so excited. You know, they needed 
calm down. Just yeah. all right, let's get. I know y'all never been here before. Look, let's get this under control. You know, the, them lights was real bright. Yeah, and um, and it showed, and I don't think they was able to recover quick enough. Going from two thousand, even though it was it was live in there. You know, I went to a couple games. I went to Phoenix, San Antonio, went to Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when we had 2000, then we were still, the energy was there, but bro, yeah. when we went to 15, y'all forget it. That place was rumbling, bro. Forget rumbling. it. Forget it. It was like yeah. back in the days, right? Yeah. Oh my good. Yo, it was rumbling in there when I tell you, man. So, Beautiful. you know, it was a good time to be there, but just, just tough to see him flame out that way. But I just felt like they, they lost to, you know, a better team in, in the Atlanta Hawks. Um, yeah, they, they got talent over there, man. Yeah. I ain't gonna hold you. Trey, Trey is for real. It shows you when you got a real point guard, what can happen, man. Like Trey is for real. He's still waiting. He's still waiting. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know that, that that's nothing to D Rose, but you know he could only do what he could do. Oh no, not man. at all. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's somebody I want to see come back next year. Yeah, so I'd love to see him come back. I, I, like, I would love to see him come back. I just, yeah. you know, as a starter, he's not gonna hold up. You know, we right, just need that right. long term option. But I would, I would definitely sign up for for bringing D Rose back, man. Hundred percent. Um, biggest disappointment this season. Who who are you most disappointed in this season? Oh man, oh, that's tough, man. Yeah, some of them. Like you could say Obi, but but Obi didn't get the, the shot, right? You know, because if Randall wasn't here, clearly Obi was gonna be the starting four. He was gonna get all the touches. Mm-hmm. It was gonna be him and RJ mm-hmm. throwing the rock back, boom, boom, boom. You know, it was gonna be all that. So yeah. You, you want to say Obi, but you kind of can't. You know, yeah. You can't just throw the kid in like, all right, I know you ain't playing three games, but just go. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. you know, not as a a first year guy with all this, you know. They had this picture on the side of the building, and now you're not playing. Right, that right. expectations go from here to there, and you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. the garden had him wrapped around it one day. The next day, it's all right, son. Hold it down because Julius is cooking. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. So you know, you can't really say Obi as much as it seems like you want to. I don't know, man. Um, RJ Cook. Um, I say, I guess Mitchell, but just from a health standpoint. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, Just from a health mm-hmm. standpoint. And that's out of his control. So it's right. hard to say that. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Because the guys you may have been disappointed in, you kind of knew they was going to be disappointed before <laughs> right, the season started. Right, you know what right, I mean? Right, like right. The guys at the end of the bench or whatever, like you knew a lot of them guys, you know, you knew what, what Kev was going to do and, you know, you knew where that was going to be. You know what I yeah. mean? Like some type of guys and, you know, it is what it is, but you saw that coming. Yeah. You know, you, you saw that, that being on the way. I, I'm going to go with Kev, bro. Because yep. I just felt like he started the season off okay. Like we 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 gave him the nickname Corner Boy Kev. He was hitting the Remember corner that. three at 50% of clear. Yeah. Him and Julius had that connection going. And then, you know, he lost his playing time. Obi took his spot basically. And then you just never saw him. And then even in the little minutes that he got, he just, you know, he just never really put it together well, man. I think Kev's career so far three years into the league has been a huge disappointment, you know, from his well, rookie yeah, year. We're talking about overall, absolutely. Overall. I mean, you're talking about a guy who, lotto pick, yeah. supposed to be, you know, the, the small forward of the future, take over, you know, with Melo's spot, when Melo right. left. Like He should have taken Bullock's like, spot, to be real. He should have taken yeah. Bullock's spot, bro. Right. You know, like, he was supposed to, Melo left, he was supposed to come in and fill those shoes of, yeah. all right, we need a small forward that could do it all, boom, 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 boom. And, you know, when a guy doesn't get playing time, and you, it's not like when he's in the game, he's doing so much to warrant him not playing. So that means there's something going on in practice that right. Tibbs is being like, yeah, I, I can't play son. He's you know what I mean? That's go for it. a lot of guys on the team. But yeah. that means there's something going on in there. We all see he got talent, but we know he don't really have that dog in him. He you know, we, know we don't really have that, I'm going to go out there and get it, yeah. whatever it takes. You know, and then you look at the guys they passed, 
MPJ, man. man. Like, it, it's disgusting, man. man. And, and that, that was Fizdale, man. That was Fizdale yeah, who pulled that yeah. trigger, man, for those who don't know. Perry, you know Perry what I mean? Like, too, yeah. I, I'm sure you know because you all the way tapped in. Yeah. That was Fizdale who saw them in that 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 game of 21, uh, Miles Bridges, Shea yeah. Gilgis, Alexander, and, yeah. and Kev. And, and McCal Bridges. Bridges play right now. Suns and, and Denver about to kick off. McCal Bridges is having a monster year this year, bro. Yeah, absolutely. These, you know, they playing 21 and Kev is going crazy. And David Fisdale is like, I gotta have Kev. I gotta have Kev. All right, they gave him Kev. Meanwhile, Michael Porter Jr. dropping 30 yeah. and 10 a night. Like they try, they try, I mean? they try to get cute too too cute with potential when yeah. there was obvious there. Miles McCal. Yeah, yeah is their home chilling. We sitting here with this pick. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I thought they tried to get too cute with, with the calf pick. Uh, I understood the Porter thing. You know, even Jerry West passed on him twice. You know, with the yeah. whole back thing. You know, not being in the war room, but just here. And that was, you know, the the general. Right, that, that, you that know, was the thing. Yeah, yeah. For me, I, that season, Pazingas was already hurt. Right. So I'm like, if KP is sitting anyway, that was my you, thing, bro. You can afford to let this dude sit for a year too. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean, yeah. like that. If if KP was healthy, then I'd be like, I don't know, we we might we want to cook. Yeah, but some was already down for a year. See, see, my thing was my thing was with KP already hurt. Could we afford to take another kid with a back injury who's gonna be out as well? I hear well? that too. I, I hear the logic. You know that this. narrative with the media with like same old Knicks play picking up right. these bum players. And I'm that sure can't that play. was running through their minds. Yeah. I'm sure that was running through Steve Mills' mind. Like, yeah, they're gonna kill us if this kid don't work out. Tough. That kid was the number one number one kid in the world. I roll yeah. them dice. Yeah, yeah. I think I roll them dice. Yeah, you man. Know what I mean? he, like, he's, he's on the rise, man. Having a monster yeah. year right now for Denver, trying to pick it up with no Jamal Murray. Um, is there, you know, off season in mind? Is there is there a wish list? Do you have a, a top three? Uh, uh, is there someone that you really want to see on this team to help improve this team uh, going into the off season? Yeah, I mean, I love the idea of Lonzo. You know, I really wanted them to pull that trigger at the trade deadline, and I get it. You know, they can they can make something happen now without giving up too much. Um, but sometimes that's the only thing I think with with the new front office, which has been amazing. Mm -hmm. They've been amazing. I mean, clearly it's been a full one eighty. But I think they've been keeping their hand in their pocket a little too long. I think mm. they've been, like you say, getting too cute with the pick. I think they've been getting too cute with the lack of moves. Like, yo, you know what? We're gonna sit and chill. I don't sit and chill too long. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. You, you you see Shorty in the hallway at the school. You sitting chilling. All right. Yeah. You come through and scoop that. You know what I mean? And, and it's over. So I think they've been sitting chilling a little too much. You know, I think they should have bust that Buddy Hill move, um, you know, earlier in the year. Mm -hmm. That was rumored. Mm -hmm. I think they should have bust. I mean, if, if you bust that Buddy Hill move and you bust that Lonzo move all before, you know, by the trade deadline, we're having a different discussion right now because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they wasn't really giving up nothing real for it. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. based on the reports that was out, it wasn't going to be nothing real for it. It's not like you giving up RJ, you giving up Julius. You're not doing that. Right. You're not giving up nothing real for a guy that's knocking down 40% and he just want to stand and catch and shoot, go for it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He's not taking no shots and nothing away from RJ because RJ's not really a shooter as much as I like him. You got a guy who could cover that. Boom. You don't got it. I got it. Boom. Yeah. I'm on. And then you got Lonzo running and setting it up and he's, Wizzing passes by people, he wasn't really giving up nothing for it. I think we still playing right now if we bust those two moves, you know? So they just yeah. got to get their hand out their pocket a little bit. I, I think they'll be a bit more aggressive this year. Like I, yeah. like we said in the beginning, you know, the pressure's on right now. You know, oh, yeah. the bar's yeah. been set. Last year was 21. Now it's 41. Four yeah. seed. So mm -hmm. the bar's been set. And so yeah. I think they'll be a lot more aggressive this year. Now, last year they went after their guys. They went after Hayward, Gordon Hayward. 
Right. Wasn't my first choice, but they they went after him. He would have been a better pick than than Bullock, obviously. Um, but they didn't meet his years and the money, so he went with MJ. They were interested right. in Malik Beasley. Minnesota came in and snapped him up them right away. I wanted to see that too. Yeah, I, 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 I would have taken Malik Beasley, yeah. bro. I would have taken Malik Beasley, man. Charges yeah. and they nine. need a they need a sniper in the starting yeah. lineup, man. Like, Big time, bro. Reggie Bullock was cool, you know. He definitely, you know, uh, served his purpose, and it was a cheap contract and all that, but. You need a guy that people are really, really afraid of as far as being a sniper in yeah. that starting lineup, you know, because Julius got an inside-out game. Okay, cool. RJ can't shoot, but he's a shooting guard. But he's 6'7", so you can move him up to the three if you right. have to, if you get a real, real sniper at the two. Or you leave Sun at the two, and you get a real sniper at the three. But somewhere, somebody got to be a sniper in that We need a lineup. sniper in, that start, in, the, in the lineup, man. And, yeah. you know, um, the good thing about Lonzo, he has improved his three-point shooting. You know, you, yeah. you're going to get defense from him. Um, pick and roll, obviously, you'll, you'll get some better table. play there, which we badly need. And we need somebody that can push the rocket transition, man, because I look yeah. at RJ, OB, and Mitch as three guys that really need to, especially RJ, you got to get him going in transition to help him score the ball much easier. Yeah. OB as well. You have yeah. two players right now on rookie contracts on your team. You have to get them active. You know, RJ can get his threes and, and drive to the hoop, but OB mm-hmm. especially, you need a guard that can push that pace and get him that rock and transition. Because you look at you look at what OB did in college, the reason why he won player of the year and all that, he had his man with him. I don't remember Duke's name, but he yeah. had the point guard kill with him. Right. And he said it when he got drafted where he was like, yo, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Sun. Mm-hmm. The Sun was just setting the table. Boom, mm-hmm. you like, are you over there? All right, boom, got you. You over there, boom, got you. You do that with Obi, he's out of here. You know, you exactly. do that with an RJ, he's out of here. You even get Julius that help. Only thing I didn't like about Julius this year, mm-hmm. and I thought he was great. His jersey is in the mail on the way to my crib any minute. <laughs> I hated seeing him bring the ball up for. Oh court. man, I still hate it. I still hate I hated it, bro. it. I'm like, I dude, you're not it, a point guard, baby. Like yeah. as, as nice as you've gotten, yeah, you're not a point guard, baby. Get that rock up. But on I, the other I still side, hate I it, get man. it because you may not have nobody that that you really trust like that. Like there was moments where like. Heads to get a rebound, RJ would ever get a rebound. And he would call for it. Mm-hmm. Like he would call for it under the rim, like, yo, get that up. Yeah. And then he would bring it down the hole. I'm like, no, you get that up. Nah. You know what I mean? Like in, in the go get series a position and get the ready a, to man. score two or three. Yeah. In the series against Atlanta, he he did it and he looked like last year's Julius. Turning it yeah. over. It was yeah, it I don't was need him bringing the rock up at all. You know what I mean? A, we need a, a real point guard, guard so that there's no excuse. If yeah. he's like, yo, get that up, like, nah, Duke, go over there. I got you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and then he can continue to cook. And get his 25 a night or whatever while Lonzo or somebody coming off with eight, nine dimes a night. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that it's important. I don't want to see Sun bringing the rock Me up neither. no more. As much Me as I neither, like bro. Sun and he got busy, leave that alone. Need, need a true point, man. So I'm yeah. I'm putting Dame outside of the bubble, outside chance, and then inside, I would put yeah. Lonzo. Um can they get Brogdon? There were some Brogdon rumors circling around, you know, mm-hmm. the trade deadline. We'll see if Indiana makes him available, see what they want to do. Um Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson with the Mavs. I, I like yeah. him. You know, yeah. tough guy. You know, Rick Brunson played for the Knicks for a while. Jalen right. Brunson, part of the CAA family. I wouldn't be surprised if they snatched yeah. him up because Tibbs knows him. The relationship right. is already there. And, you know, he comes with a little less fanfare than Lonzo. You know what right. I mean? That's the only thing. If Lonzo's having some issues, you know, the first thing media is doing, they run into LeVar to get that sound yeah. bite. And, he, you know, he's calmed down, though. He, yeah, he's calmed yeah, down. Yeah, he certainly you know has. I mean? He certainly has. That, that, light, that light is on LaMelo so heavy right now. True. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. they want to talk about him. Obviously, if Lonzo's in New York, that's going to be the story because it's New York. But yeah. that light is on LaMelo so heavy right now. You know, I, I really want to see Lonzo come here because also, too, 
his age and his timeline matches. Mm-hmm. Him and Julius apparently are super tight from the Laker days. I'm like, sure, still yeah. besties or whatever, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of reasons why it makes sense. And Son is cool getting 10, 12 points if he just get to set the table and, yeah. and get his 10, 11 assists. And if we talking that, then, yo, sign that up. You know what I mean? Like, he, he can go get that 20-something, but he want to set the table. He, he want to be little baby Jason Kidd, and I'm all with that. <laughs> and a point guard got to have a handle. You know what gotta I mean? Got to have a handle, to come in this bro. building with a wicked handle, man. The yeah. years of, you know, heads having no handle in the city of handles. <laughs> like, what are we doing? What are we like, doing, man? The city of handles. What are you know we what doing, like, man? If it's one thing New York can do, Basketball while you go to any court, somebody crack you up. Like, it's a city of handles. Yeah. What are we doing? 1,000%, man. That's something that I got to see RJ work on. It's something that I got to see yeah. Julie's work on. RJ's trainer, Drew Hanlon, came out. Somebody asked him on Twitter today what RJ was going to be working on in the offseason. He said, uh, finishing at the rim, which I 100% on board with, and mm-hmm. and um, drip, pull up off the dribble. You know, yeah. need that. I need son, need I, I that. need son taking a 1,000 a day, man. Need that, bro. If you're a shooting guard, you gotta be able to shoot, guard. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. you gotta be able to go for it. Like yeah. I, I need him to be shooting a thousand a day, yeah. man. That that jumper gotta get for real. I like RJ a get lot, fluid, man. Bro. I really wanted us to get that pick. And I support him and I'm with him, but I need that jumper, Me too. man. I, I need that lefty James Harden thing, man, yeah, for real. He's got to get something in the in-between, man, because catching duty's fine from three, and he's improved a, a great deal. You know, got all the way up to 40%, which was fantastic. But, yeah. um, you know, you can't always bully bully, bully your way into the paint. Right. Right. And and DeAndre Hunter was on him in, in that Hawks series with some, and even Bogdanovich, and, and they had no parts of it. And he wasn't yeah. he has no touch around the rim. So I'd like to see him yeah. get something in the mid-range, get a nice little pull-up jump yeah. shot, couple, you know, two-dribble pull-up. And try to mm-hmm. master something like that. You you saw during the season he was trying to work on that and master that yeah. within the mid range free throw line extended. So he's he's got to keep going to that man so he can have something in the intermediary intermediate. Yeah, and I think and I and I think he will because he seemed like a hard worker. Yeah, he seemed like he keep his head down and, and get his lunch pail and go to work. He don't seem too above anything. Um, I I think he will. Yeah. You know, if there's anybody that I see improving the way Julius did. Maybe not that fast, but, you know, mm-hmm. really getting on that trajectory. It would be RJ. I totally see him going to war this summer. So I'm not super worried. I, I just wanted I wanted to kick in. Agreed, agreed. Salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. CP and Sky Zoo rapping on the Knicks. We're also going to talk about his upcoming album dropping this Friday, All the Brilliant Things. So definitely look out for that. If you guys want to call in and talk Knicks, talk to ask Sky Zoo any questions, 657-383-1509 is the number. You could also check in via the Knicks Fan TV Discord. Um, first call up, I got to go to my guy Papa Left in the building. Papa Left, what's going on, bro? Yo, uh, two legends in the building, man. Respect to you guys. Uh, Sky Zoo, been down, been down ever since I started picking up a pen, and I discovered you through through those circles. And man, you're just a just a legend, and you're a Nick fan, which is yeah. Just thank you, man. Th- thank you for the words, man. I appreciate that, man. Thank you for the support and the love over the yeah. years. And- you know, we rocking and rolling. Knicks fan all day. Even though people probably watching, like, yo, he got the penny joint. He got a Magic Johnson joint in the corner. How your Knicks fan? Nah, those are tags. Hey, That's why they up Hey, there. Penny was but, my uh, favorite player, bro. Penny was too. my favorite player, man. Listen. You know, I love the Knicks, but Penny was my guy. 
Penny, Penny was my still guy. my favorite player. Yeah, you know I mean? 100%, man. 100%. For real, that's my man right there, uh, word up. But thank you. Yeah, I don't want to cut the call I, off. Thank you. Thank you for the love, brother. No, you're good. You're good. I, I got a, I got a, like a, like a hip-hop metaphor-themed question. You know, the Knicks obviously need, need a point guard this year, and I feel like they need, like, a ninth wonder style, like, floor general, someone just to okay. set people up. And, yeah. And I wanted to get your thoughts on who you want to see um, be the point guard for next year. And I, I do have a bone to pick with CP about yeah. Kyle Lowry. I feel like he throws his reputation in the garbage because he doesn't want a 36-year-old point guard. But I feel like <laughs> Lowry's a, a little bit better. I, than, I, I, I agree with CP on that, man. I like Kyle Lowry a lot. But talk. to do that, if we're going to get anybody that's 36, let his name be Chris Paul. Let it be the obvious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's all I'm saying, bro. Yeah. Give yeah. me CP3 or just sign D-Rose. Right, right. Just they got to bring D-Rose. D-Rose back. I, I like just going back to, to my man's question. Like we were saying earlier, definitely Lonzo. I like the Lonzo idea because yeah. you're going to have to pay him, but you're not going to have to pay him what you're going to pay Chris Paul or, or, or Kyle Lowry. Granted, you know, Chris Paul would be great. Yeah. At some point, father time is going to kick in. He's doing all this defying father time Facts. stuff and all that, which is great, but that's going to kick in at some point. And we've been on the tail end of them guys a lot. We had T-Mac. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? We've been on the tail end of those when legends are we going to get like, something for the future, for the now and the future, bro? I'm still waiting. Still waiting, bro. In a long time. The yeah. last point guard to give us numbers that I need from my guy every day, even though he wasn't who we thought would be it long term and he didn't wind up being it, was Raymond Felton when he was averaging 17 and 9. Great Phil. If you're giving me 17 and 9 a night, bro... You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, yeah. you give me 17 points, nine assists a night in the garden? Listen, yeah, yeah. we all here, baby. What we doing? You know what I mean? It's, so, it's and that's not saying long, Ray man. Felton was the end-all, be-all, but numbers is numbers. You know what I mean? Like, we just had no stability at the position, man. I don't right. I don't see how we could move forward without it, man. It's that important. Unless you're getting somebody at, you know, at the three, or, you know, that could do something like like a LeBron James. But that that's a diamond dozen, man. He, a, yeah. To me, it starts with the point until you can get there, man. 100%. So it starts with the point. Um, so to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. I want to shout out the Rhyme Animal, Chuck D, in the chat. Man. Vibing with I'm the people. He said, uh, big up to Sky Zoo and Dumbo Station album last year. We played all of his music at Rap Station. So Thank shout you, out to Rhyme Animal, Chuck D, man. Chuck, always support, man. Always support. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you always. It's an honor and a privilege. To, to be tapped in with you so much love always yeah man yeah man chuck never misses a show man he's he's been the number one fan of Knicks fan I peep tv that. yeah i peeped that biggest champion biggest supporter and uh and this this year you know part of this special year has has been um has been chuck and, and the contributions that he's made um nice. and really opening doors for me man so i, I can't thank him enough so awesome. salute to chuck hope, hope you're doing well and um all right so until we talk current day Knicks. But let's go. Let's go back in time. Like, what was your earliest memories of of being a fan? Like, how did you come to to becoming a diehard Knicks fan? I was born in it. You know, my pops, Knicks fan, used to go to the Garden. He always talk about how you show your high school ID and get a ticket for three dollars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and Chuck probably knows because sure. they're around the same age. Right. My pops in his late fifties. You know, so he was like, man, Sky used to go to the Garden, and if you had your high school ID on Tuesdays and Thursdays, the ticket was three dollars. You know what <laughs> I mean? Shit like that. So <laughs> it, it was instilled in me. You know what I mean? So, uh-huh. um, but but for me, it was obviously the early nineties. It was you know by that time I was you know ten years old or whatever. So it was the early nineties at ninety two, ninety three, and all that, and you know Ewan and Starks and. Oak and you know just that run yep. you know yep. and for me 
man, I got my heart broke two years in a row because 93, 94, when the Knicks went and they lost, broke my heart. Yeah. Then 94, 95, my man went and he got yeah. rocked. Yeah. For two years in a row, the Rockets to this day, I can't, I don't mess with yeah, that team, man. Because they broke my heart two years in a row. I'm a little kid getting my heart broke twice, you know what I mean? So, you know, but, but, um, with the Knicks, man, it's just been forever, you know. And then, obviously, we had the the, the awful kind of early two thousands, mid two thousands, where it was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was just. But then, <laughs> we, broke we, comes, weird man, is the right word. Huh? Weird, weird is the right word for oh, it was the two thousands. It was weird. A lot, dude. As as a diehard Knicks fan, there's a lot of guys on that team I don't remember we had. Like if you ask me to rattle off yeah. those mid guys, besides my man Jamal Crawford, who's yeah. my bro, that's right, my man. Right, right. Shout out JC, man. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember a lot of them guys who was there, man. You know what I'm saying? Like it was weird times, man. That was like. Upside down world, you know what I mean? It was Stranger Things, for bizarro real. world, it right? It, it was weird. It was bizarro, Jerry, man. It, it was weird, man. But um, you know, and then you know, we get to the the, the 2010s, and my bro Mello, you know, some yeah. people know Mello is my man. So like, my bro Mello comes in, and now we really cook. Now mm-hmm. it's like, you know what I mean? And you know, it was highs and lows. They put my man through the ringer, man. As, as everybody knows, the stories yeah. is out there. They put yeah. my man through the ringer. But one thing I could say is the way that dude stood tall for the city and the way he wanted it mm-hmm. was like nobody I had ever seen when it came to that type of situation. Like mm-hmm. he really wanted it, you know? So every time I get to talk about him, I let that be known for the people who don't know from somebody who know him personally, Dope. he wanted it. You know what I mean? They had to, they had to drive him out the building. Like he, he wanted it, man. Mm-hmm. Kicking and screaming. Like now nah, I'm here. Yeah. I'm loyal. I signed up for this. It's whatever. You know what I mean? We in the fight until it's over. So, you know, shout to the bro, but it's always been, you know, it's it's been the Knicks regardless, man. A lot of heartache, like I know you've been through, bro. And you know, yeah, it, it, you know, we here now. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Was Mello your favorite Nick? Mello, definitely. Mello yeah. and um and Earl of Pearl, even though I didn't get to see him play because okay. I was young. But just YouTube and, and and highlights and the stories, I love Earl. Yeah. Love Earl, man. Clyde too, of course. You know, yeah. but Mello and Earl, Earl, man. That, that, like you know what I'm saying like like he got like he got game scene like Earl was it Earl was it it. I would say uh, from the 90s it's a combination of Mason and, and Ewan you okay. know being Jamaican obviously Ewan that, that's a cult figure right, right. In, in, the, in the community and then Mace, yeah. you know, just the talents of Mace. Um, Absolutely. The, the rugged, the finesse, you know, the combination of, of, of power and finesse, the style. Yeah. You know, Mace was everything, man. He he was New York on the court. I was just about to say that. You know what like, I'm when saying? You look yeah. at, when you look at the personality of right. New York in, in the early and mid-90s, that was Mace. That was you know Mace. What I mean? like, that was Mace. The same way when you look at the personality of the Knicks later, when that run, that 12-13 run, when it was Melo, Amari, Tyson, Shump, Jr. Yeah, that was New York City. Yeah, the swag, yeah. the vibe. That was new. I always said that team felt more like a Brooklyn team than the Brooklyn team at that mm. time. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. Darren Williams, who I liked a lot. You know, Joe Johnson. They was kind of stiff and yeah. whatever, and you know, real you know, sheltered. And that team when you had Jr. and Shump going back and forth, boom, boom, and then you had Melo doing what he did. You had Amari, and it was just this mm-hmm. swagged out but hard, gritty fly team. I was like, yeah. yo, we got the more Brooklyn team than them. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. that team represented New York. And and the same thing with the 90s, man. Like, Mason represented for real. Man, rest in peace to Mace, man. Mace Absolutely. Mondays. I still keep in t- contact with his son, Antoine. He was on this show, too. I, I had him on the show. 
and I just reposted, um, Bobito, I posted a dope, uh, Mason tribute on Instagram, I just threw it up on my Instagram, so if you guys nice. in the chat want to check it out, definitely, um, yeah. check it out, leave a comment, and rest in peace to Mace once again, uh, let's yeah. get to the phones, let me hear from my guy Ari from Manhattan, Ari, what's going on, bro? Hey, what's up, CP, what's up, Sky Zoo? how you guys doing? Peace, peace. Good, bro, how you doing, bro? man? Uh, good. Um, so here, he, I, I have two things I want to talk about. Um, first I'll go into like whether the season was a success or failure, and then I'll talk about the free agency. But mm-hmm. in my opinion, cause you know, I've been all over the Instagram and, you know, apparently if you criticize the Knicks in any way, you're just a hater apparently. <laughs> but I, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know why that is, but listen, man, I think the season was a success, okay? Mm-hmm. The season of the 2020-2021 season was a success. Mm-hmm. We made the playoffs. No one thought we would do it. We overachieved. Coach of the year, Randall balled out. It was a success. Now, the only issue I have is that now, now because the season was a success, now everybody's in win-now mode, and I'm just not in win-now mode because yeah. I just know we don't have enough pieces right. to actually compete with the Brooklyn Nets with the Denver Nuggets when Murray gets back, with the Clippers and stuff like that. And I'm just very upset that everyone's trying to, like, you know, extend Julius Randle before we even have to. Let's just extend Julius Randle after he had the worst playoffs ever. Let's give him $25 million a year. Then let's give Lonzo Ball. You know what? We'll give Lonzo Ball $20 million a year. You know, Lonzo, you could have it. You want to bring Mitch back? Let's give him. Let's give him fifteen mil a year, ten, fifteen mil a year, yeah. the next four years. You know what? We might as well bring. We might as well bring Frank back. Let's just bring Frank back. <laughs> I know, Scott. Like, He's like hell no. Like, like, what, are, like what, are, what are we talking? About? Like I'm not. I'm not trying to be a four seed for the next four years, man. Right? right. Like I just not. That treadmill. That treadmill. Lonzo Ball is a great player. All right. I would love to have Lonzo on the team, but I'm not extending Randall, and I'm not signing Lonzo Ball. I'm gonna. I'm gonna freak out if that happens, man. I'm but look, because but Ari, fine. you, you got to expect we're, we're, that they're going to make upgrades to the team, bro. They're not going to tank. Yes, they're not Ari, going for the bottom. No. They, they're going to try to maintain or, or, or exceed where they were, whether that's realistic no, or I not. I understand that. I, that's fine, but you've got to do it in a way like they did last year, right? They, yeah. they improved last year without compromising their future cap. For, you know, this is like now we are finally a functional team with a culture. Now we actually have potentially the capabilities to actually get free agents to come here. Why would we throw $45 million into one guy who's a, th- a third option on a team and Lonzo Ball, who's like a good point guard, but he's not like Damian Lillard or Chris Paul or anything like yeah. that. I think it's ridiculous. So in my opinion, I would go for guys like Dennis Schroeder, who just had a terrible, no, man. terrible I'm playoff. I'm not going for Schroeder, man. You, you, you could get him for, for cheaper. Sure, you could get him for cheaper, man. Or Kendrick Nunn. Or you know, get me Jalen. Get me Jalen like Brunson before both of them. Get me Jalen Brunson before both. I do Jalen. I would do Jalen Brunson. Yeah. I would do Jalen Brunson too. But what I'm saying is, like this whole like, and if I'm doing Jalen Brunson and I'm signing some, like I don't know how. I'm, I mean, I'm sure he's not going to cost as much as Lonzo. But if, if, if you know, if he's going to cost some money, I'm not extending. Like I'm not extending Randall regardless. This season, mm-hmm. like, well, they got, they got to extend him, though, bro. So I, I want to ask: huh? So you letting Randall walk after this some after the season? Because you know he got the, the one more season. You letting no. him walk? Not necessarily. So I'm saying I'm picking up his option. I'm seeing okay. how a, a half a season goes with fans in the stands without COVID mm-hmm. restrictions. Yeah. When people yeah. now have tape on him 
now have a scouting report on him. I want to see if he could actually do it again. All right? Yeah. And if he's not doing it, if he's not doing it, then I would then trade him. Trade, by, yeah. By, no, I would trade him by the deadline. And let's say he is doing it, right? And he, he does it all the way and he earns and he does it in the playoffs and he comes through in the playoffs, then I'll give him a max bag. But I'm just not like – See, the thing, you don't even have to give him a max bag necessarily. You don't thing, even have to give him a max bag necessarily because he could be like a D'Angelo Russell. You know what I mean? Like up for a new deal, max player, but there's yeah. better free agents on the market and you could prioritize them less. Like there's other options, but we have to All keep right. the cap clean, and we have, you know, whatever. Yeah. That's that's my thing. All right, bro. Appreciate the call. Listen, I still think they're gonna be responsible in in in, in making moves this all season. It's not to say yeah. that they're just gonna blow the whole thing and spend all the sixty million that they have and you know no, trade no. all the. Tra- I don't I don't think they're gonna do yeah. nothing crazy like that. But I do yeah. think they're gonna make one or two acquisitions. Well, they have to. They have they, to. They have to show. We're going upward. We're not being complacent. Correct. We're not trying to Correct. be on a treadmill. And and like the, the thing that, you know, homie said, I agree with a lot of what he said on there. You know, when you mm-hmm. look at the Julius thing, you got to say, okay, let's give him another run and see what he can do. Because yeah. those lights got real bright and real hot. Let's see how he bounces back from that. So like he said, with fans in the stands and all that stuff, like let's see how that goes. The thing about it with the Knicks got to be careful with, they got to show loyalty to what they have, right. to everybody around the league that's watching. You're selling so other if, people. You're selling to right, other people. If, if, players, if players see the season Randall had, and as players, they empathize with one another. So they're like, yo, son got busy during the season. He was playing 40 minutes a night. Playoff came, yeah. and he kind of shrunk under the moment. Yo, man, he never been there before. He never been in the playoffs. He was doing all that work. He ain't had no help. So players around the league is empathizing with son, and they're watching like, yeah, I, I get it. I get it, because I know what it's like to be in that position. And if they see the Knicks not show son the loyalty, they're going to be, mm-hmm. wait a minute. He went crazy, went hard over the summer, got busy, came back, most improved, and y'all got rid of Son. Y'all ain't re-signed him, so you got to be careful. Like they might have to do a little something for Son just to make sure that other players yeah. see. Oh, okay, they treat their players right. Yeah. I'm down to go over there. It's so a it's, tricky it's situation. Tricky. I know bro. it's weird and it seems political, but they're gonna have to keep that yeah. type of stuff in mind. And Leon know that because he was an agent, so he, he knows, knows the game. I heads think he knows you know the mean? game. So. It's a tricky situation, bro. I'm with Ari, though. You pick up the play option, see how yeah. he does again next year. Is it 2019 Randall? Is it 2020 Randall? Hopefully, it's the latter. And but, but you got to be careful. You got to because be he might see that as disrespect. Like yeah. same way Paul George was like, "Yo, the Lakers ain't want to trade for me." Yeah, all right, cool. Yeah. I ain't going there. So it's the same thing where he'd be like, "Oh, word, y'all ain't want to throw me that extension just because I had two weeks of bad basketball, but yeah. I saved the season and I brought us back to life and I sold more jerseys and every oh word, all right." I'm out. I'm going to Dallas where I'm from. I'm going to that, so-and-so. That, you know what I mean? That's like, a risk. You, you let him go to unrestricted free agency, that's a risk, too. So be careful about that. I you think, know what I mean? um, from what I was reading, if they were to extend him with this option, I think the max would start. It would be like a low-end max, like a 28 mil type okay. of deal, which I think would account for like the, the 40th highest paid salary in the league. It wouldn't even, would even be crazy. crazy. You crazy. know what I'm saying? That, that, that wouldn't Ooh. even be crazy. That'd be a steal. So if he yeah. took it, I, I would sign him to that, you know. Yeah. And um, you got to think, does he take it coming off of what he came off of? Right. Like, wait a minute, let me secure right. this paper. How does he play? Because How does he this play thing got real bad in the playoffs. Let yeah. me secure it as opposed to waiting out and trying to get that 205 or whatever. Yeah, let me get this one, whatever. You know what I mean? Let me right. get this 100 right. something right. mil for four years to secure this paper. Yeah. I don't know. 
Yeah. So it's hopefully, gonna be hopefully he'll be with that. So it's going to be interesting to see, man. Uh, salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up on the free boys. CP and Sky Zoo in the building. Remember, this show is presented by Manscaped, fellas. The number one men's grooming tool from below the waist. This is the new Lawnmower 4.0, fellas. You know this is my go-to right here. Comes with the ceramic uh, blade skin safe technology to cut down on those nicks not the bad nicks not not the good nicks the bad <laughs> nicks you know what i'm saying you, you gotta be careful comes with the led light man now it's a spotlight so you could do it in the dark whatever you into man if the lights go out in the house you could use it as a flashlight too man uh great battery life it comes wireless or wired charging so great battery life as well and yeah man as usual you know my guys at manscaped to taking care of you guys 20 percent off Plus free shipping. If you go to manscaped.com, enter promo code NYX. Once again, manscaped.com, promo code NYX for 20% off plus free shipping. All right. Just got to pay the bills, guys. You know what I'm saying? Just pay the bills. Nah, it's all good. I get it, man. I get it. My man man on the last call mentioned Francis, man. Yeah, yeah. I know. When we were in the A, man, that was the last thing you said before we parted ways. Like, yo, we got to get rid of Frank. That kid, B, listen, shout to Ash, who, yeah. when I'm watching, I'm like, yeah, you get it. You get it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, you understand. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Man, that kid, B, first of all, I ain't never going to be mad at no black man out here making some money and living his dreams and getting in the league. Uh-huh. That kid, yo, I got to, on my computer, I keep an airfrance.com tab open. So if ever a flight is needed for this guy to go back, I'm prepared. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm prepared. And I know half the chat is probably Frank fans. Yeah, there's some Frank Hives in there. There's some Frank Hives in there. I got an Air France page up right now. The moment it's a go, I'm ready to purchase that flight for Sun to get up out of here, B. (laughs) That guy needs Man, listen. Listen, B. I don't know if they're going to keep him. Um, Hope not, man. They have the team option on him. Yo, sure. man, he, he he got nine lives, man. Yeah, he got yeah. nine lives. Yeah. He gonna survive trade after trade after trade. Yeah, he got nine lives, man. I give it to him. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that kid gotta go, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on, B. How many chances? You six seven six six. You got a seven foot wingspan. Can't figure it out. Can't figure it out, man. Got all the tools, Frank, B. Frank got tools like my man out, right bro. here. And you know plays I mean? defense. Like, and as you said, it's something in practice that Tibbs didn't see. That Come Mike Miller on. didn't Yo, really see, and and to listen, a certain extent, Fisdell didn't see. I'm glad you brought that back up, man. Yo, you looking at the most defensive minded coach ever, yeah, in the history of the league, probably has no. This use is for a the dream kid. come true. Yo, I got a kid who all he do is play defense. Yeah. I got the guard version of Joakim Noah. Yo, come on, let's go. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. all he want to do is is block and guard and steal and that. He can't crack under him. He's not giving the whole hive should be like, yo, we out. <laughs> I get it now. We out. You, you need chances. Yeah. You got a guy who was catered to this guy as far as coaching. You got the yeah. perfect yeah. coach. All he want to do is preach defense. You can't crack that. Yeah. Come on, B. It's yeah. down the plane, it, it, it's, like, it's unfortunate, man. He ain't a bum, man. That kid's a bit of it on. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> come on. That kid's a bit of it on. You know what I'm mean? saying? Like, come Let on, get, man. Let's get to the Discord. We got a call coming in from the Discord. Dave Naughty, you up next. Go ahead and unmute your mic. Dave Naughty, what's going on, Dave? Dave going once. It's a little delay on the Discord. Yo, yo. What was really good with y'all? Yo, what's, yo, what's good, my dude? um first of all just wanted to say appreciate the job that you do yep 
Appreciate, bro. It's down out here. You know what I mean? And I appreciate you. Uh, SK, man. How you feeling? Peace, peace. Health-wise, like, I know you had a... I know you was in the hospital recently. You feeling good now? Everything all good? Yeah, you know, I had I had a polyp on my throat uh, yeah. over the summer. Yeah. And, um, you know, so I had to have vocal cord surgery and all that. But uh, thank God it all went smooth, as you can hear. I'm back to normal. Yeah. You know, I, I had the yeah. surgery. They got rid of the polyp. Thank God it wasn't cancerous. I couldn't speak for a month. So it was wild, like, for a month. I was walking around the house with a dry erase board, like, having conversations, writing them down. It was the worst thing ever, man. So, uh, you know, don't take this for granted. And I don't smoke. It just happened from, like, touring so much. Mm. A lot of times people, you know, you have that situation and people assume you're smoking or whatever. I don't smoke at all, you mm. know. So it just was from touring. You know, I've been touring since 08, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. religiously, overseas, in the States, whatever, whatever, every mm. year. So... You know, it came down on me, but you know, I appreciate you checking in and asking on that, man. I'm I'm all the way good as y'all can hear. Good. I'm all the way live back to it. That's what's up, man. Good to hear. Well, um, I appreciate we'll it. Run through it quick, yeah, because I know you got other people on the line and whatnot. But first off, for you, Sky, um, that Retropolitan LPB, listen, yeah, yo, you put your whole foot in that joint, fam. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Obviously, Thank you, know, you. me and Pete Rock. Rock. Shout to everybody Shout who caught Retropolitan. Rock. Man, you know he's going to come with the heat, but you definitely killed it, too. It's all good. Eastern Conference All-Stars, you put it in, man. Yeah. So, good job. Thank you. Thank you, brother. You you tapped in, man. You tuned in. I appreciate that. Of course. Listen, man, I've been I've been hearing you since you, quote, unquote, had a mother's putting up Sky Zoo posters. Right? <laughs> oh, man, you're going back almost ugly. 20 years, man. That's real. Salute <laughs> to my man on the line. That's real. You've been out here, man. Um, That's real. But, uh. On the new joint, um, real quick, and then I have one next question afterwards, mm -hmm. and then I'll let y'all yeah. rock. Mm -hmm. On the new joint, what producers you got on there? I got a lot of up-and-comers, man, a lot of new dudes. Um, my man, Mark Infinite, who's done a bunch of stuff for me in the past, but he's still relatively new. Uh, who's that? Uh, Thelonious Martin out of Chicago. He's done a bunch of stuff, but, he, you know, he's on the come up cooking and all that. Uh, who okay. else is on the joint, man? My man, Twami. Twami is crazy. Yeah, it's a lot of guys who are like, on the scene, but still under the radar a little bit, but got a ton of work out there. And the reason behind it was I wanted the driving force of this record to really just be what I'm speaking about and really be what you hear and not, oh, he got so-and-so on it, he got so-and-so on it. That's why it's not a lot of features. You know, I got some R&B features like Raheem Devon is singing on it, BJ the Chicago Kid is singing on it, mm -hmm. Hypnotic Grass Ensemble, who's a jazz, uh, a jazz hip-hop band, they're playing trumpets all over it. There's no rappers on it. You know, it's a story that I wanted to tell and if you didn't live on my block with me, then you can't tell it, you know, like you wasn't yeah. wasn't there, like Cam would say, you know what I mean? Like, you can't tell it. Yeah. So I purposely went just after certain sounds and didn't really look for names because I wanted the narrative to be about the story as opposed to, well, who's involved, you know what I mean? And, and, and I know, especially for people like you, you've been tapped in almost 20 years. I know you're going to get it. I know people like yourself is going to get it. So that was the thinking behind it. Yeah, no, nah, I feel you. I mean... Granted, I didn't grow up in the city. I grew up in Rockham County. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I've seen how it's it New York. It's all New York. You know what I mean? So you're you gonna get it regardless. For real. So that's what's up. Good luck. Um, and then last thing for me, next question. Mm -hmm. I know this might be kind of like left from the you know, the popular conversation that Katz is talking about as far as like guards and whatnot, but I don't know, y'all y'all could tell me if I'm going crazy here, but I feel like we should keep Taj. And I feel like we should keep Mitch and I feel like we should shop or just let Noel walk. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's not to say that I don't appreciate what Cat did this year, you know what I mean? Like, stepping in for Mitch and all that, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But I just feel like he's just not agile, you know what I mean? Like, he getting outworked under the rim. He's never boxing out. We know his hands is made of pure butter, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? <laughs> out here. You feel me? Like, yeah. no lies. Let me know what y'all think. But I'll see y'all, yo. All right. Thanks for taking Peace the and love. Peace Appreciate and love. the Thank call, you, bro. bro. Pete Rock, Q-Tip. Yes, New sir. York. We here. Yes, sir. We in here, man. Thank, thanks for the call, man. Thanks for the call. Um, I mean, look, I, I think on the Noel thing, you know, I, I think yes, he 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 didn't he he had his he had his deficiencies, right? Couldn't catch worth worth of anything. Couldn't <laughs> catch nothing. Couldn't catch a cold. But um, we also evaluate him from a backup standpoint. You know, he yeah. came in locked heavy starters minutes. Was injured every game. Still gave it his all. But ideally, he should be getting half the time he's getting. And maybe he'd be more effective. So he might get a multi-year deal. I think they'll have to gauge the market for him. Um, Taj is Taj. You know, Taj has been a warrior. Uh, Brooklyn Fort Greene, Sizu, obviously. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I I love bringing Taj back. You know, he's going to be 37, 37, I think. I mean, as as a backup, backup. Standpoint at at that. You know what I mean? It's got to be more mentoring than anything. The fact that we were starting him in the playoffs. (sighs) And I like Taj. It's Shit. love, but we keeping it a bean. It's like, ooh, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, man. you got Clint Capella going crazy. Going nice crazy. little 26, 27-year-old going nuts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, So if Taj is back, it's got to be mentoring. He's got to be getting little to no minutes and just really being that mentor in practice and on the bench. Uh, I like I like Nerlens from, you know, defensively. I mean, he was blocking everything. Right. I mean, right, he had right. nights with it. But as much as he can't catch nothing – he had nights where he was blocking everything. everything bro. So you're like, damn, he ain't doing this. Yeah. He's doing that, though. You right, know what I mean? Right, so it, right. it gets weird. And like you said, as a backup center, he might really, really serve that purpose. Yeah. We got to figure this starting center thing out, man. I like Mitch a lot, but at the same time, the durability, has he developed enough? You know, we know if he was extremely, extremely raw pause, you know, coming out, you know, the draft. Mm-hmm. And it still seems that way a little bit. And we like him because I think we like the potential, you know, but has the development gotten there? Health, you can't really predict, and right. that sucks, and whatever, whatever, but has he really gotten there develop-wise? And I don't know, but we yeah. need that starting center to be figured need out. It. You know what I mean? It. Like, yeah. we need that figured out, man, because these guys is coming in. Joel Embiid is coming in, you know? Like, these yeah. guys is coming in. The, the Joker is coming in, you know? And, like, and that's even Andre Ayton, they coming in, and it's time you got to be ready. And that's the tough thing with Mitch, man, is because the injury set him back again, you know, yeah. because we really haven't been able to see him a full year you know, developing and getting better, you know, right. so that that's the unfortunate thing. Um, yeah. But let's talk about you, man. The, the last caller uh, mentioned the project, all the brilliant things coming out this Friday as well. Yeah. Uh, let's start from the origin story, you know, for the fans yeah. that might be watching that don't know your story. Let's start with the name. You know, how did you get the name Sky Zoo? Where, where did that come from? Oh, man. So the way I got my name, my name is Skyler, S-K-Y-L-E-R. Mm-hmm. And um, so Skyler or Sky for short. And as a kid growing up, you know, I was a toddler and there was a group, it was a disco group who I wasn't old enough to even remember the music like that at the mm-hmm. time, but there was a disco group in the early 80s named Sky. It was S-K-Y-Y. And they used to put Sky on the front of all their songs or mm-hmm. albums. It was kind of like part of their brand. So it would be like Skyline and Skyport and Skyrocket and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And they had a song called Sky Zoo. And in the beat, there was a kazoo playing. So that's where the zoo came from. And it was a straight up disco record. And they were from Brooklyn and all that. Mm-hmm. 
And, uh, you know, my, my, my family, cousins and aunts and people in the house would call me Skies. It was a nickname when I was like two, three years old after the song. And yeah. it stuck, you know. So when I started rhyming years later, I started rhyming when I was nine. When I started rhyming, I knew nobody would have it. It was so unorthodox. Like, I knew nobody would have it, you know. And then yeah. as I got older, so I'm young, 20, 21, shopping deals, shopping demos back in the demo days and trying to get on. And I would take meetings with people. And I remember taking meetings with majors and they would be like, yo, your music is crazy. Mm. But yo, you ever thought about changing your name? And I'll be like, nah. <laughs> nah. And they'd be like, yo, your name is so weird. It's different. Nah. And, I, and my response to them was, yo, you got an AZ. You got a Jay-Z. Yeah, yeah, you got yeah. 50 Cent. You got some weird names out here. Yeah, and those yeah. guys made millions off of it and became household names. We'd be all right. Yeah, you know what I mean? And now we all right. Yeah, you know what yeah, yeah. Like, it all worked out. It worked out. So I'm good, you know. But th that, that's where my name came from. I know nobody would have it. That's dope, man. You unique indeed. Shout out my guy JD Sports Talk. It sends a super chat. He says, um, he says, guys, who let us know who was your inspiration growing up and your top five all time. Oh man, my inspiration. I started rhyming at nine off of Chi Ali. Uh, if the fans in the chat know Chi Ali was part of the Native Tongues movement, mm -hmm. Tribe Called Quest, and you know, uh, Black Sheep and all those guys, all those legends. And man, I'm at home watching video music box. And if mm -hmm. Chuck is still in the chat, Chuck, no, you know what I mean? yep. absolutely. I'm, I'm watching a uh, video music box on a Saturday and AJ nothing, but a number comes on this 14 year old kid rhyming. And I was like, yo, what is that? And I was stuck. And, and right away I started rapping. I was like, that's what I want to do with the rest of my life. I played ball a little bit. I did little things and you know, whatever, but mm -hmm. it was always about the music. So that was how I got started. But my, my inspirations as far as, Becoming an MC and getting to where I am lyrically, uh, you know, I grew up a block away from Biggie. You know, I'm seeing him on my head. I grew up on St. James. Uh, so, you know, Big, Jay, Nas, that whole trinity. Of course. Black Dot, you know, Black Star, most definitely Kwali. Yeah. All those guys. The genius. The genius had a huge hold on my upbringing coming mm -hmm. up when, when Liquid Swords and all that mm -hmm, dropped. Mm -hmm. Of course, Ray, Purple Tape, you know, all that. And, and when I started really, really getting into my pen, it was about wanting to make sure I up upheld that kind of legacy that those guys was leaving. Even as a kid at 12, 13 years old, my thing was what they was doing. You know, they, yeah. they took it there. So I got to take it there. Like that was how I looked at it. And that's why I'm where I am now. Uh, top five. I think I named them all, man. Big J Nas. Yeah. Um, Thought. Most. Qua. As in Quali. Uh, 3000. That fifth spot always fluctuates. Yeah, okay. You know I mean, all like right, right. that four and five, that it always fluctuates. Yeah. You know what I mean? But um, those type of guys. Anybody watching, you know what type of time I'm on by the people I just named. I'm glad you put thought in there, man, because I feel like oh, man, he, he yeah. doesn't get enough credit, man. Black thought yeah. is so raw. One of my nah, favorite he, artists he, for he, sure. He's a phenom. Man. He, he's yeah. a phenom for real. One, one yeah, thousand. He, he was on my album. Um, uh, music for my friends a couple years ago. Okay, okay, so that's okay. My man. Yeah, yeah. Um, how about what about the locks, man? Love the locks. Favorite, favorite group locks. of all time. My favorite group of all time. Yeah, favorite group of all time for favorite me. Favorite group bro. of all time. Without yeah. a doubt. You know, I had a line years ago on a freestyle. I said, thought Jada Kiss was Jesus. I just wanted to be the locks. You know what I mean? When I was a kid, that was it. Like, you couldn't tell me nothing about the locks. Yeah. Still to this day. And now those are my guys. Like, Great. I got records with Styles, records with, with Jada. Like, those are my yeah, guys. Man. But, like, that's my favorite group ever. Me too. Me, me too, bro. Hand, yeah, hands yeah. down, favorite group of all time is, is yeah. the locks, man. 
No doubt about it. Um, shout out Flow Hypnotic in the chat. He sends a super chat. He says, Salvation is all-time classic. Salute to Skyzoo, the legend. Thank you. That's that's my debut joint from 2009. I appreciate that. Uh, Chuck D, the Rhyme Animal, says, uh, super chat. He says, um, Skyzoo, get the man's catalog while picking up all the brilliant things. Retropolitan with Pete Rock in celebration of us. The easy truth. Music for my friends. That was a debut, oh right? Music for my friends? That was what? The, your debut album. No, no, The Salvation was my Salvation debut. Salvation was his debut. Yeah, but Music for My Friends is in there. Yeah, yo, Chuck is the best, man. Like, you got yeah. Chuck D rattling all this off. Oh, he could be doing dream deferred. a million other things. And, and you know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's, Chuck is the best, man. It's a dream deferred, milestones, the bluest note, pet peddler themes, etc. So Chuck my is man. in here rolling oh, off the man. entire catalog, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, come on, B. That's 100%. real. Uh, Papa Left sends a super chat. He says, Skies, you will tell you the money on the Av can't hold cap space forever. Don't be afraid to spend the bag in free agency if the right player <laughs> wants MSG. Shout out to the homie. He took it back. I know what he took. He talking about this, this record I did with uh with Rex, with my man Rex, money on the Av. Okay, Wait, okay, okay. Shout out to the homie. Yeah, he, people tapped in. I see it. Yeah, man. The pe- people definitely tapped, tapped in. We've seen a couple hashtags, Sky Zoo in the chat as well, man. So salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button Love. for your boys. Um, so we talked about your, your hip hop inspirations. How about um, off the mic? You know, in life, uh, who who, yeah. who are the mentors or the people that you know really inspired you to to get to where you are today? Oh, outside of music, um, you know, I talk about my pops a lot. My parents really, because I was I was one of the kids in my neighborhood. You know, it was like Trey and Boys in the Hood, where mm-hmm. I had both parents and. You know, they weren't in the same house. I would go back and forth, but I had both parents. But then also, too, you watch, like, everybody hate Chris. How it was, like, one dad on the whole block, yeah. two dads on the whole block. That was my pop. It was yeah. my pops, and my man had his pops across the street. And that was it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that was it, man. So, you know, um, I say all that to say definitely my pops. Yeah. Just having a pops in the crib 24-7. Definitely my pops. Uh, Spike Lee, of course. You know, I got a record called mm-hmm. Spike Lee was my hero. hero yeah. My bro, Talib Kweli. So Spike has always been a, a huge inspiration for me. And now Spike is my man off of the record. You yeah. know, when I did the record years ago, he reached out and we got super tight. And to this day, that, that's big bro. Um, man, and, and I'm a huge jazz head. You know, anybody yeah. who really, really knows my catalog and knows my story, you know, I'm a huge jazz head. So I find inspiration in that. I actually listen to more jazz than hip hop. You know, mm. being a hip hop artist, being a rapper, being a ghostwriter and all that stuff, I listen to more jazz than I do hip hop. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it, it doesn't take any slight away from it. I think it bigs it up. Yeah. You can find inspiration in one form of music and, and, and put it into another. For sure. It shows the power of the two and how they connect, whether you realize it or not, you know? So true, yeah. true story. True story, man. Um now shout out your, your pops' food truck in the A too, man, for the people that oh, might yeah, be watching ATL, it in, the, the, in the Atlanta yeah, area. ATL, yeah. That, that's my pops, uh, you know, that's the family business, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. my pops is, is really, really moving. You know, he's cooking, for lack of a better term, no pun intended. Yeah. It's going crazy. So, ATL uh, you Blue know. Water Seafood. Yeah, okay. yeah, on the gram, ATL Blue Water Seafood, no E in the blue. So if you live in Atlanta or in the Atlanta areas, you know, he out yeah. every weekend and getting busy and working on another truck and working on a, a, a brick-and-mortar spot and all that. And, you know, so it's dope, man, you know what I mean? So, you know, we doing a couple things you know what I mean? true story true story man tm if you're in the chat or dave go ahead and drop the um the link atl blue water seafood go ahead and drop the, the instagram link love. in the chat he'll, yeah, he'll, he'll get a kick out of that i'll be like yo boom boom he'll be like oh what you yeah 100 you know I mean? so uh-huh. percent now 
you, your father, as you say, was your hero now. But back in the day when you were trying to chase your dreams, you mm-hmm. know, he, he kind of pulled you back from, from some opportunities, man. What, one in particular, Rough Riders story. Or, or, or uh, the bad boy homework. story. The bad homework. boy story was more about your moms, but but you know, talk about yeah. that a little bit. Oh, uh, just just being young, man, and you know, you know, the crazy thing about the rough rider thing, I don't think he knows it because mm. he was just out of the house when that happened. Like, so I was what 15, 16, yeah. and I'm on Jamaica Ave because at this point my pops had moved to Queens, the mm. South Side. Shout out to the whole South Side Jamaica Queens. That's my second home mm-hmm. for real. Everybody know I'm a Brooklyn guy. Shout out to but you also know. I'm, I'm, that's my second home, mm-hmm. 165, the Kylo, all that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and uh, so anyway, I'm on Jamaica Ave in high school and I see this dude, the Rough Rider shirt or whatever he might have had on and wound up conversing with him, having a conversation. And he had me battle some kid right on the spot, battle some kid right on Jamaica Ave by the McDonald's, crushed him, whatever, whatever. And, you know, Duke took my house number because I'm 16 <laughs> and it's 98, 99. So, it's a house number, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, so Duke mm-hmm. took my house number and was calling me and, you know, he was like, yo, I'm in the lab right now. I want you to come down, come to Yonkers, come to Yonkers. I'm 16. I got my little nine-year-old brother. My parents is out the house that night on date night or whatever. And I'm watching my little brother and I'm like, we got to go from Queens to Yonkers. That's like an hour and a half train ride. That's like five trains. And uh, he was like, yo, everybody here. Yo, the locks here, Eve here, Swiss here, everybody here. So I'm going crazy. Like, yo, the locks is there? Like, I ain't hear nobody else name after that. You know what I mean? But I couldn't bust that move because I was like, I got my little brother. If I was Dolo, if my little brother wasn't at the house, I'd have been gone. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm 16, babysitting a nine-year-old in the house on a Saturday night. I come in this house at five in the morning. It's going to be a it's lot right. of things waiting yeah. for me. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. you know, so I, I, had to, I had to let that go. But it's funny. I don't even think he know that. Yeah, tell him that. That is it's interesting, man, because you know, uh, I think I feel like as kids, we don't really, you know, we always clashing with our parents as kids, and and, yeah. and as we get older as men, you start to really appreciate them more and appreciate, you know, the things that they were trying to, you know, caution you from or, or protect you from. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, that's it's just interesting. I, man. I, I totally get it. You know, yeah, like especially yeah. now, I got a son. I got a three year old son. Yeah. You know, so I totally get it because. When I was coming up, you know, my pops, um, he definitely was pushing me in other ways as far as what are you going to be later on in life? Because my pop was outside, like my pop was in the street, you know? So yeah. he definitely was like, yo, you need to do something that's going to make sure you're in a certain position in a certain place. And I don't ever want to see you struggling and all that. So I'm 14 years old coming in talking about music. I'm talking about rhyming yeah. and Mace and, and, and Jada and the locks. And, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm, he's just mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's cool. But yo, you need to get on this, you know? So he right. wanted me in other worlds, but kids got their own agenda, man, and I wasn't trying to hear it. Yeah. You know, I went to college. I went to SUNY Farmingdale. Shout out to Farmingdale, Shout the whole Farmingdale, 110 and all that. Mm-hmm. I went to Farmingdale, but I ain't finished. You know what I mean? I, I, I did a couple years, and I was like, nah, I got bust this move on this rap shit, you know? And now my pops is my biggest fan, you know, because yeah. he's like, you saw it through. You know, you, you went against what I recommended for you, but you saw the shit through and you so made it work, through. you know? So now... Yeah. You know, I own my house and, you know, my property and my land and my cars and my this and my that. And I'm opening businesses and yeah. I ghostwrite for people and I'm traveling the world and my name is ringing and people got me in a certain regard. The shit worked. You it's know beautiful. what I mean? That's not yeah. a flex. That's just a blessing. Yeah, like, it yeah, worked of course. Out. So of he's course. like, yeah, you made the right call on that. Yeah, you know yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah you got that one, you know? Dreams, man, it manifests itself, man. It's a beautiful yeah. thing, man. Yeah. Um, now, you mentioned ghostwriting. So. Yeah. 
for those who who are unfamiliar with it, just just break that down. You know, what is ghostwriting, and how did you become such a popular ghostwriter in the game? Yeah, so ghostwriting is you know just literally writing behind the scenes. You know, it, it'll be somebody who you know they're an artist, they're already out or they're coming out or whatever, and they may not write everything or they may write nothing at all. Mm-hmm. You know, but they got the image, the look, the sound or whatever, and you know they need that help. So you call somebody like me, walks in a session and pretends to be them for an hour or two and writes a record and lays it down. And a lot of times I think people think ghostwriting is write lyrics on a paper and hand it to you. Mm. It, it's really not, you know, you, you go in and lay down a reference. So I'll mm. go in, I'll write a record and I'll record the record under, you know, in my voice or whatever, but with a certain flow and everything that I wrote to it mm. to match this person. And then they go in and they learn it. You treat it like a song on the radio and you listen to it over and over and over and you learn it. Mm. And that way, when you read in the lyrics, you got the flow and the, cadence in the pocket and you know there's reference tracks i mean you could look up if you if you uh look up on youtube put biggie uh queen bitch you'll see mm-hmm. the biggie reference for the little kim joint right right and he's talking about puss and this and that and all this stuff that you'd be like whoa mm-hmm. that's big saying that because he wrote it for kim and he referenced right, it so the right. reference leaked years ago so that's just one example of ghostwriting mm-hmm. um so yeah being a ghostwriter man i done worked with a ton of people you know people who the funny thing about it it's like people who my fans would never think I would be in a room with. So like if I'm on this side of the fence and it's hip hop and boom bap and the real and the raw, I go on that side of the fence and it's, you know, the chef and the maid and the, and the, the, the gate opens up and, you know, the elevator in the house and the yeah, studio yeah. with the SSL in the crib with the butlers and the crab legs and the this and the that and yeah. the, Champagne? Do you need more champagne while you write? I'm like, yeah, why not? You know, why not? Fuck it. Why not? Well, if I'm bringing it. Fuck it. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? So yeah. like, it's a whole nother world of like artists that that I've been blessed and fortunate to write for, uh, that have nothing to do with my side of quote That's unquote bad hip hop. Yeah. So it's cool because I, I I say I get to dance in both worlds. I could dance here. I could dance there. You know, I I like that. So yeah. it's dope. It, it it brings in a bunch of money and and it gets me in other rooms, which is cool. And it opens up other doors. You know, obviously mm. I can't get into who I write for, but right, right, right. Uh, a friend of mine was like, a friend of mine a while ago was like, yo, I was on Facebook and I saw this this chat and the whole thing was who this guy's who write for. <laughs> and he started rattling off names and he was mad. Yeah. And I was like, yo, that shit is great. Like it's yeah. just buzzing me up crazy. That shit is great. Don't yeah. be mad. And some of the names was wrong, but some of them was some right. Some of them was right. Was, yeah, some wow. of them was right. He he was reading it. I was like, yeah, they got a couple of those, right? You know what I mean? But, you know, it was this big debate of like, yo, who this guy right for him? Boom, yeah. boom. And I was like, I'm never going to jump in that chat. But some of that shit was right and some of it was wrong. You know what I mean? But it's cool, man. I got in, Um, I know you asked how, how I got started. Mm. I got in through my man, Ilmai. And mm. for those who may not know, shout out to my brother, Ilmai. He's an amazing producer. Worked with everybody from myself and, and little brother to mm-hmm. 50 Cent to Drake to... Logic to Future, everybody, man. Shout out to El, big Knicks fan too. Mm. Uh, shout out to my brother Ilman. So before that, I was trying to get in ghostwriting through other ghostwriters. So I'll meet people that I knew was ghostwriters, and yo, what's up, man? Yo, what's good? Yo, yo, I know you writing for so and so. Yo, yeah. when you in there, yo, give me a call, man. I'll come in and write with you. And they like, mm. yeah, 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 no doubt. And the phone would never ring. Why would they call me? to take food off they right 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 but it took, right. Me, it took a second for me to do the math because i was just so ready to get in that room and i'm like wait a minute they looking at it like for those watching like most ghostwriters not all but most ghostwriters are rappers who didn't make it mm. and that's not a slight it's just a fact like yeah yeah a lot of dudes they'll be super nice with the pen 
they may not have the right look or they may have a funny voice mm -hmm. or they may be it may be kind of an introvert, so yeah, they're not yeah. ready for the light and interviews. They'll sit with somebody like you and kind of freeze mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. they're introverted and they don't like dealing with the light and the people. Mm -hmm. So you can't make that guy a star. You can't make that guy an artist. It's mm -hmm. very hard. But his pen is crazy. His pen is fluid. Mm -hmm. So you become a ghostwriter. All you got to do is go to the studio, write, boom, boom. But he wishes that he had a career where right. he could tour, sell records, sit with CP and Knicks Fan TV and do all these cool things. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, you got Sky Zoo coming in the room. I rap, I tour, I sell records, I sell merch, I get with the people, I go on the road, I sit with people like you, I make money as an artist. So now I'm trying to get into some more money ghostwriting, and yeah. you looking like, yo, you somewhere that I'm not. I ain't bringing you over here where I'm at. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? So that's, yeah. that's the moral of that story. So I had to learn to go through somebody else who wouldn't feel, you know, kind of, you know, slighted or feel like I'm stepping on their yeah, toes or right. whatever. And I was Illmind because Illmind's a producer. Yeah. I'm not eating his food. Right. I'm not eating mine. We right, good. Right. You know what I mean? And that's my brother. So he wound up working with some people in L.A. And uh, he came home. He came back to New York and, and called me like, yo, next time I go to L.A., you got to come with me, man. Mm -hmm. They need writers. I was like, bet. Mm -hmm. I went out there. I started writing. So-and-so. And it was just moving. It was like, yo, this you? Yeah, yeah. Yo, this is crazy. This is crazy. Okay, cool. Then other people was coming in the session, other artists. And they was playing the references I did. Mm. And it was like, yo, that's the new song? That's, that's your new joint? Yeah. Ah, my man right here wrote that. That's him. <laughs> Word? That's you doing the reference to? Yo, take my number. Take my, yo, boom, boom, boom. Just I need to roll like that. And it just started snowballing, right. man. And yeah. it was nonstop. And I'm getting pulled in this studio. I'm leaving out of, I'm sneaking out of one session to go to the another one to come back. It just got crazy, yeah. man. And, and, and it's been dope. That's dope, man. That's that's dope how he opened up that door for you and things just kept pouring in. Yeah, that's, that's my brother, man. Yeah. Shout out to Ill Mind, Ill Me. Shout out to Ill Mind. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up on feet, boys. CP and Sky Zoo were talking Knicks and all the brilliant things. His new album dropping this Friday. So make Body. sure you guys go check that out, man. Um, yeah. Independence. Independence. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as we kind of ride this, this digital wave and, and technologies, you know, um, you know, increasing the way we connect with each other globally, you know, each day is, is getting better and better and, and new advancements coming out. Um, you obviously have all your social media platforms and YouTubes and everybody's going direct to consumer now. You have mm -hmm. your, your social audio, your clubhouse and so on and so forth. You have NFTs in which, you know, yeah. artists, both visual artists, you know, um, musicians and the like are, are you know, using that as as another way uh uh for for revenue stream how do you see yourself you know playing those avenues today to kind of further your brand as an independent artist yeah well uh, well as an indie artist man you got to wear so many hats if anybody mm -hmm. watching that's inspiring artist whether you indie or you want to be indie or you want to go major whatever it is you got to wear so many hats as an independent artist um i manage myself i handle all my bookings everything you know what i mean when, when we got together when you hit me you hit me i ain't say yo hit my manager you hit me yeah. yo sky boom what time we yo you good yeah yeah let's do it at such such time that's being an independent artist you know you wearing so many hats and controlling everything you know i'll be in the booth recording a verse and the phone will ring mid verse like i'm rhyming off the notes on the phone and i'm, I'm recording and then Boom, my lawyer calls with the points on the split for this song or, you know, my PR person calls about this interview I got to do or the person doing my artwork calls because whatever. I don't have a manager or somebody or a label to kind of get in the middle of that, mm -hmm. you know, and that's mm -hmm. by choice. You right, know, being right. independent, you really, really 
wear those hats. You know, you, you got to do it all. And now even major label artists, I think anybody in music now, you got to move like you were indie. Even if you're a major, you got to be hands-on with your creative side, mm-hmm. you know, putting your video treatments together, styling yourself or, or co-styling yourself with your stylist, putting together your interviews, posting your own stuff, going out and, yo, this is my joint. It's coming out this time, setting up your own Instagram lives, whatever. You know, you're officially becoming more of a label at that point. Mm-hmm. You're becoming more of a business at that point. So all that stuff is important. And for everybody watching, trying to get in, know that you're going to have to juggle multiple things. You ain't just yeah. going to be able to create like the 90s where you could just sit, blow an L and write all day. Like, right, you know right. what I mean? It's, it's a different yeah. vibe now. You with the with the pandemic, you mentioned your surgery. You know, you had the pop on the vocal cords, but also the pandemic also stopped a lot of shows, a lot of tours. You oh know, yeah, you, you mentioned you, oh, you yeah. you're a road warrior. Um, yeah. How did that impact you, and how, how have you been, you know, navigating out of that? Yeah, it was wild, man. Because you know, I had so much stuff lined up. You know, I literally had a month long tour for Europe already mm. booked. I had two weeks in South Africa already booked. Mm. Like I had all this stuff already going. I had done uh myself and Elzai, shout out to my man Elzai. We had done a couple tours for the Retropolitan joint. I put together the Retropolitan mm-hmm. tour and brought them with me and we rocked out for months. And um, you know, throughout 20, what was that? So I guess that was 2019, yeah. And then uh all this stuff was supposed to happen in 2020, and then boom, you know, the Rona hit and mm-hmm. everything shut down and we don't know what's going on and where it's gonna be. I haven't touched a stage since December 2019. Mm. That was the last stage I touched. Me and my man Fred the Godson, rest in peace, Fred. Yeah, rest me and in Fred, peace, Fred the Godson, tour. for real. And then the the Rona, uh, the start of all that stuff happened, and everything was shut down. And obviously, you know, the unfortunate happened when he passed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, my last show, yeah, was um, December 2019, man. And I got one coming up this week, so it's my first time coming back. That's right. So I'm like, all right, man, we ain't been in the gym in like ten months. What are we gonna do? You know, it's yeah. that type of vibe. Like, but I, I'm excited for it, but. Thank God I was able to stay afloat. You know, uh, my family didn't miss a meal. My son's room looked like Toys R Us. Like, everything's cool, you know? And that's because I got other things. So if we're not touring, ghostwriting is still happening. I I recorded the crib. I got the full studio in the crib. Mm -hmm. I record, send the reference back. You send the paper back. We do the splits, boom, boom, boom. Or, you know, record sales from previous joints. Mm -hmm. And, you know, licensing opportunities from records that I got or records I just placed or just made and on commercials and TV shows and movies. So all that money was still coming in. Yeah. But the road is real. You know, for everybody watching, man, the road and the merch table. You get your merch game right, yeah. I'm telling you, you can walk away straight cash, baby. Like, the it's, road is real because that merch table is heaven. It's heaven for everybody watching. So speaking of the road, you know, you know, Knicks Fan TV is a, is a global, global platform. Uh, yeah. g- give me your, your top three favorite cities to tour. Uh, I love being in London. Uh, I love UK, being yeah. in Johannesburg, South Africa. I'm giving you the world because I yeah. know you said global. Yeah. Um, I love Toronto. Yeah, T dot. Shout out T dot. Yeah, and, and and if we talk about the states, uh, I'm not gonna say New York because that's not touring. Because right, right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, L A is always great. Uh, Chicago, Chicago is always mm. amazing, man. I every show I've ever done in Chicago sold out wall to wall, like had to turn people away. Every mm. show I've ever done in Chicago, man. Chicago is love. Baltimore is love. Uh, Detroit. Oh, man. Yeah. Atlanta is always great being down here. Chicago, man. Chicago yeah, is don't. Chicago is for real, man. I go to Chicago, it's a blast, man. Every trip. 
Shout out, shout out to Shot Town. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Shout out to everybody in the UK, Canada, South Africa as well, man. If you guys are checking in from those cities, man, definitely shout out to Please, you guys. Please, if, if sure. people at home watching, man, if you ever get the opportunity, go to South Africa. Mm. Never mind whatever, you know, pre connotations, whatever you may have yeah. of South Africa and of African generous, the most beautiful place in the world. They got more money than you would imagine. You know what I mean? You go to the mall, they got Louis stores and chicks pulling up in Rovers and you go to the club <laughs> and it's Ace of Spade everywhere. You're like, yo, because you're used to the commercials yeah. with all the stereotypes. Yeah, yeah. South Africa is amazing. And you could come up on the Humble and get a flight to South Africa for like 700 nice. depending on when you book it, which is nothing. Mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm. like going on GOAT and getting two pairs. Yeah, You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It's like going on GOAT and getting two pairs of dead stock. So yeah. like, go to South Africa if you get the chance, man. Go to Johannesburg, go to Cape Town. And just tap in with, with real life, man. Like I went to a lion park and 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 was running with lions for real. Wow. It was crazy, man. Like yeah, yeah. It was, that was life or death. But yeah. you know, my parents thought I was bugging. It was like, yo, why would you do that? Like when I emailed them back, it was like, yo, why would you do that? Like don't ever do that again. I was like, I had to just, I had to say, hey, I did the experience, it. You know what I mean? man. So, yeah, it's, it's the yeah. experience. So if you get the chance, go to and CP. If you get the chance, go to South Africa, bro. Yeah, During of course. The off season, of course, no Knicks, man. nothing to talk about on the on, on the screen. It's, it's, it's on the list, man. South Africa. South Africa, Australia been on the list. Uh, I'm in the UK all the time. I got family in the UK for sure. Hey, T -Dot Australia's as well. great too. Australia, yeah, though. Australia's been on my list. Um, and yeah, South Africa definitely been on the list, man. So yeah. we'll we'll certainly check it out. Um, on the album, all, all the brilliant things you you mm -hmm. mentioned the story. What what is the story behind it? The, the concept behind the album. Yeah, so it's a conceptual piece. Uh, it is about gentrification and cultural appropriation. You know, it's mm. solely about those two things, what they mean, what they're about, and how the two play hand-in-hand. Hand. Uh, and it really just breaks down the things that have been taken from us as a people, as folk that look like you and I, mm -hmm. you know, uh, the things that we've let go, the things that we've given away, things that we've sold, and not noticing the value in them. You know, when it comes to our homes and where yeah, we're from, yeah. you look at the changes that have happened all over the place. And then when you talk about cultural appropriation, too, and you talk about how all these things that we've created and, and how they get snatched from us. And I look at a lot of other walks of life and I look at a lot of other things that have been created and other types of people who don't look like you and I, mm -hmm. those things don't happen to them. Their cultures don't get taken from them or stripped or used or sold or flipped and remixed and bounced. And, you mm -hmm. know, no one is telling them how to do what they do. But when it comes to us, I feel like people feel like they can tell us how to be more us than us. And I'm like, mm -hmm. you ain't us. Yeah. How you going yeah. to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I always use the example of it's like me telling a 75, 80 year old Italian grandmom how to make Italian food. Yeah. How to make the that audacity. sauce, right? I could never. How to make That's, that gravy. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of audacity is that? I could yeah. never. I can either enjoy it or not. She may not be the greatest. I may not be the greatest Italian food I ever had. Just walk away. But I can't ever tell her, yo, you don't know what you're doing. That's yeah. not real. Yo, this woman is from there. Like, how can I do that? So yeah. it's the same thing. But I feel like with us, people tell us, how to do what we do, and they're not us, or they're not from us, or they're not from where we're from, and they're right. not from our walks of lives, and they don't understand it, you know, and, you know, you go on, you go on the GOAT app, or sneakers app, or whatever, and you got a bunch of people dressed like us that don't look like us, mm -hmm. you know, and, and it, but they won't hire us to do those ads, yeah. you know, like, yeah. they'll hire people who don't look like us, but could pretend, yo, throw this hoodie on, throw this Supreme hoodie on, yeah. and throw these dead stock ones on, and throw this beanie on, and we're gonna do this shoot, but they won't look at us for that, you know, because yeah. we're yeah. not hip-hop enough what you talking about we right. are hip-hop right you know what i mean so right. that's what the record is about the, and 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 it's not a race thing 
I don't want people who are listening like, damn, Sky's on this thing. It's not a race thing. Literally, yeah. it's about culture and where we live. That's it. Yeah. You know, it's about these things and how they play hand in hand and just kind of trying to get back what's ours and get control of it. You know, it ain't about nobody enjoying what we have or where we live. It's just enjoy it with us. Don't don't think you could take it from us. Just come be a part of it. Get yeah. involved. Bring you know? bring, it, bring us in the fold. Bring us in the fold, man. Now that that's yeah. deep and and um cer- certainly something that you know I'm cognizant of. And as you said, it's, it's in so many facets of life, whether it's music, the arts, um, mm-hmm. fashion, sports, media, yeah. media, big time in, in media. You know when yeah. when you look at you know how we index on these social platforms, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, Clubhouse so on yeah. and so forth and and we just don't have much ownership stake in, in a lot right. of these areas and so right. um that that's very important man i'm with you on that 100 percent. it's very important uh but yeah. as i said i feel like with the evolution of, of a lot of these platforms um it should make it more accessible for us you know if we support it you know what exactly. i mean if we support these endeavors that a lot of our people are, are coming out with we have to push that you know push the push the issue for sure 100% you you hit the nail on the head man cuz i know people that will do i know people that are that will trip over themselves to do interviews with certain types but then it would be somebody coming up with a new platform yeah. somebody building something real somebody putting the work in and doing something real dope and they'll ignore it because of oh yeah that's that whatever nah 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 but meanwhile that person is more like you than than the person you tripping over yourself to go yeah. get with mm-hmm. and that person will understand what you're doing probably give you a better review a better breakdown give you a better story and a better interview because they understand what you was doing on that project or what you was doing on that record yeah but you'll trip over yourself to get with some other people who don't understand it don't care about it and if you was to get shot tomorrow you're just a bigger headline for them and then that's it you know so yeah. It's those things like it, it. We gotta take some accountability for certain things, and then other things we gotta really sit there and take all this shit back and 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 get back in the driver's seat. And that's what the record's about. Hundred percent, man. Um, Thursday's event. Let, let's talk about Thursday's event. Just promote it for the people um, yeah. who may be in the NYC area or not, because you said there's an opportunity for those who aren't to to participate. Yeah, so Thursday night, I'm performing the entire album, All the Brilliant Things, with a live band uh, the night before the album drops. So the dope thing about it is most of the time you get a show when somebody drop a record and it's after the record came out. With this, is before the record came out. So you get to literally hear the entire record before it drops. And then as soon as the show is over, it's almost midnight and you could go online and get the record or whatever it is, however you get your music. So um, we're doing it Thursday, June 10th. In New York at a spot called Berlin and LES. Everybody in New York, you know the lower and LES. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go to berlin.nyc. Limited tickets because of COVID. So we had a small number at first. It sold out right away. They opened up a few more tickets for people. And I think that might be sold out or almost sold out. But go to uh, berlin.nyc. Or if you want to check it from the crib, it's a fully produced show on uh, on Happen. H-A-P-P-I-N. Okay. So if you look at happen.com. Uh, or if you search the Happen app on your phone, you can literally sit at the crib, buy a ticket for $10, $20, whatever, and just sit at the crib and put it on the screen and, you know, do do the streaming thing with it and just catch it virtually, which dope. I think is super, super dope. Yeah. You can sit at the crib and catch me do this. And it's a fully produced show. It's not somebody holding my phone for my Instagram yeah, live. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, full production. It's a full fully production. produced joint. Like, yeah. it's going to look nuts. So, dope. It's dope. Dope, dope, dope. Um... You know, versus versus was a big phenomenon during the pandemic. You know, Absolutely. Swiss and Timberland definitely did their thing for the culture. Uh, just signed a deal with Triller 
Yeah. Who who would a Sky Zoo battle in a versus? Who, versus? Who, would, who would be your ideal versus? Versus with some songs. Opponent? Oh man, I don't, I don't know, man. That's a crazy one, man. I don't know. Um, hmm. I thought about that before, but I yeah. couldn't really, I couldn't really come up with nothing, man. Who who would you say? Maybe that'll man. start the flame. I mean, would you go Quali? Nah, because Quaz an OG. Yeah, Quaz an OG. Quaz an OG. Quaz an OG. Quaz an OG. Yeah, he's such an OG, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Quaz Quaz an OG, man. Yeah. Would you? I, I don't know. That, that that's a unique one. Yeah. I've thought about yeah. it. I couldn't come up with nothing, man. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe my brother Torrey, but that's my brother. You know, yeah. I mean, that's family. Yeah. And half the records we got together because we got albums together. You know right. what I mean? So right, right. They become more of a red and meth thing where we'll just party yeah. and perform. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but that's dope, though. I felt like um, the only verses I liked a lot of them. I didn't like the Kiss versus Fab one, bro. Yeah, I didn't feel like that was an even matchup to me. I thought a more entertaining one would have been Kiss versus Styles. I know they didn't want to do it. I know Styles didn't want to do it because they brothers. Yeah, yeah, but that would have been crazy. It would have been crazy, man. Yeah, yeah, but I just felt like with Kiss versus Fab, Kiss was kind of he had the advantage because he could take. Most of the lock stuff, his verses from the lock stuff, without even dipping into his album stuff, which I thought, right. you know, obviously the lock stuff was was much better from that catalog. But I just felt like Fab, you know, Fab had more commercial hits, obviously, and right. I just thought it it was just a clash of sounds, you know. Obviously, yeah. old Fab, you know, from the from the earlier albums was great, but I didn't yeah. like that matchup, bro. I didn't yeah. like it, man. I, I I thought it was entertaining because Kiss, yeah, Kiss, of course. Was, Kiss was loaded. He, it was entertaining. <laughs> yeah, he was Kiss drinking. Was it was loaded. loaded. I loved it. I, yeah. I was like, yo, that, that's the Jada I know. I loved it, man. Like, yeah. Kiss was definitely loaded, man. Um, Ari said to Super Chat, he says, oh, man, I don't know if you're going to answer this. He says, start, bench, cut. J. Cole, Kendrick, or Drake? That's rough, man. Um, dude, I... Honestly, I'd start all of them, man. I know some people may feel a way yeah. about Drake being more commercial or whatever, but Drake is super dope. Super, super dope. You know what I mean? And obviously Cole is dope. Kendrick is dope. Like that all three of them are super dope, man. That's a tough one. You know, I don't yeah, know. I don't that's tough. I wouldn't cut none of them. Yeah. I wouldn't cut none of them. That that's tough, man. I, I don't yeah. know if, if if I could even answer that. I, I, either, I wouldn't man. cut none of them. Yeah. Um, salute to Rare Edition sends a super chat. He says, Skies, I still believe you are the winner against Jin in that Freestyle <laughs> Friday. Shout out 106 oh, and Park, everybody that used to watch that, man. He says, salute. I remember uh, meeting you in a couple times in downtown Brooklyn, handed out mixtapes. Stay blessed. Yep. Stay so, blessed. Yeah, so that was, man, that was 19 years ago. So he probably might have met me around then or maybe a few years later. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing, man. That is, it's wild how Gee, time flies. Yeah, man. Yeah. He, he Shout out to everybody back. on that. Shout out to the homie for tapping in. Oh, for sure. Um, I, I said full hypnotic already. Shout out for hypnotic. Chuck D sends a super chat. He says, yo, are we talking about not holding on to someone? Picture Randall going to Philly, playing alongside Embiid and Ben Simmons passing it in. Picture that. Wow. Hey, Philly could use something like that, man, because the Hawks, the Hawks put it on him. And, and Tobias? I mean, they wouldn't be yeah. able to afford it, but wow, that's yeah. crazy. Shout out Tobias, Tobias is cooking. Yeah. I remember when people was trying to clap Tobias, like, yo, don't bring Tobias to the Knicks, da, da. and he's over there wilding right now. I'm like, yo, Knicks fans, as much as I love us, yeah. got to chill sometimes, <laughs> man. Like, the we people never satisfied, clapping, bro. It's like, yo, chill. Like, Tobias would be awesome on this yeah. team. Tobias could play. He's not looking to be the number one option. Yeah. He could go off and give you 30 if you really need it. He'd do his job. 
why would you clap Tobias? He's great. Shout like, out to Tobias, he is man. the top man. No, but he's a dope, dope, dope player yeah. who could totally catch wreck at the three spot on this team. Like, yeah, that's long. So it's that's a lot of those little finest, moments bro. that pe- we be clapping everybody for no reason, man. <laughs> and the people that should get clapped, like Francis, don't get clapped. Yeah, yeah. That's true, man. Shout out to Bias, man. Hopefully they uh they they gotta come back with a he. They need him, you know. They they gonna need the offensive yeah. performance from him because I think MB MB will show up. Simmons, you can't count on him, you know, scoring points. But against the Hawks, you gotta score, bro. Yeah, the fact that they got washed like that on that first one, yeah, man, it was crazy. I I didn't yeah. see that happening. Um, man, if Atlanta go to Eastern Conference Finals, woo! I'm telling man. you, I'm telling woof. you, man. Um, I'm reading the suit, the, the chats right now. I think people are throwing the input in in the verses. They got Sky Zoo versus Elzy. They got oh, Torrey. Elzai. Yeah, that, that would be dope. Me and Elzy. Yeah. Be dope. That would be uh, dope. He said Torrey Afonte Gallo. Uh, yeah. Shout out little brother. Um, yeah. We said Torrey. Let's see. Well, somebody else said Tyler Kweli. Uh, Sky Zoo versus Terminology. I thought about Term for a second. That's yeah. my brother. Shout the yeah. Term. That would be all right, too. Yeah. That would be all right. Me and Turn. Turn is my guy. Papa left says, guys, you versus Mickey Fax. That would be dope. That would be dope. Yeah. Mickey's my man. I just was with Mickey the other day. That that would be smooth. A lot of these, but that's the cool thing about what versus became. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's your friends. It started out with, yo, you ain't better than me. Yo, you ain't right, better than right, me. Right. You know, now it's like your friends and you just celebrating life. Like, I love when you did that record. Check out my record, you know, so that that's dope. Everybody yeah. they named. Those ain't bad choices. The only yeah. thing with Quali is he's an OG, man. Right, right, right. I bought, right, right, I bought right. Quali Quali's joint. Only, I bought Black Star when I was in 10th grade. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. I ain't doing that. That's an OG. True you know story. What I mean? True like, story. Um, all right, so we're gonna we're gonna close the show, man. This was a great show. Definitely want to thank Skyzu for joining us, man. We definitely wrapped on a lot. Remember to go get all the brilliant things this Friday, the release, Friday. and check out the the album release. Stream oh. this Thursday. This Thursday. What was the website again? It was hap- happens. Happen. H a p p i n. H a p p i n dot com. Tm and Dave, just throw that in the chat. H a p p i n dot com starts at seven thirty. Right. Happen app and all that too. So yeah. you can watch it on your on your computer. Or you can get the app and watch it on your phone. Seven thirty. Right. Yep. Seven thirty. Seven thirty. This Thursday. Let's let's get it, man. And the album. The, the album is a beautiful piece, man. It really, really is something special. You know, everybody going to say their kid is smart. Everybody going to say their kid is gorgeous. This kid I made with this album is <laughs> a, a beautiful, gorgeous, brilliant kid. You know what I mean? Like, word up. Look, looking forward to it, man. And, you know, after all the adversity that you went through through this pandemic, man, I, I'm sure yeah. it's, a, it's, it's a reward. You know, it's oh, yeah. a, it's a, it's a, you know, a sign of your, your determination, your perseverance, you know, to yeah. battle through those obstacles. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it for real. And, and thank you for having me on here. You know, like I told you before, man, I, I watch the joint all the time. Appreciate After it. every game, I would go to the joint and it would be like starting in 30 minutes. And I'm like, damn, 30 minutes. I got to wait. You know what I <laughs> yeah, mean? Like, yeah. cause, cause, cause I'm a fan of the show, man. I'm a fan of the show. I think it's brilliant the way you put this thing together and where you took it. You know, there's appreciate a lot it. of people doing fan shows and, and fan sites for the Knicks. Mm. And you just, you took that thing to the moon, man. You know, being on ESPN with Max and all the other things you got going on. And, you know, the icon Chuck tapping in every night and all the guests you've had. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some of them I know personally, like my man Dave Zinner. Shout out to my man Dave. Yeah, shout out to Dave, man. Donahue. Yeah. You know, uh, Ian Begley's my guy. Yep. You know, all those guys. But you got a lot of people in here. I'm like, damn, you got so-and-so and so 
I think it's beautiful, man. So I don't know if heads be giving you them flowers when they come on here, but but I'm gonna yeah. give them to you, man. Yeah, I appreciate you, it, man. Rock and rolling. Pre- appreciate it. I mean, the flowers come to me when the people watch. You know what I mean? And the people that comment too. and they share, and we just keep growing. So I, I see it, you know, through the analytics and everything like that, man. So yeah. definitely appreciate you know all the love, man. And and as I Word said, up. Chuck opens up a lot of doors for us this season, man. So definitely yeah. appreciate that, man. Yeah, we're gonna get to Jay Boogie right now. We're gonna close the show. Is that Jay, my man who'll yep, be on? Yep, 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 uh, yeah. yep, yep. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay Boogie from North Carolina checking in, closing the show. What's going on, bro? Salute, salute, salute. Three capital S's, but I can't do that right now because I got four S's. <laughs> salute, salute, salute. And four capital S's. The other one's for Sky. Appreciate you being in the building, my brother. You know what I'm saying? We Peace need that love. type of love in here, man. Salute you. Congratulations to your new LP that's dropping out. One week at one week at the Lloyd Bank. I need more bars, man. I respect that. Appreciate that, man. Thank you for sharing your life and situation and everything. How you fought back, got your vocal back right and everything. And you was doing yeah. all that ghost writing. But now it's like time to let the whole world hear. Time yeah. for that voice writing. Salute you, man, my brother. You know what I'm saying? Salute you. Thank God appreciate you made you, it back through, man, to give us your voice, man. Appreciate you, brother. Shout out to I appreciate my man, you CP. All the I forgot about you last, uh, during the closing, when I was running down everything that happened great for us in the season, I forgot one main topic. Yeah. And the main topic after, you know what I'm saying, that was, and you got to appreciate us getting CP going all the way on ESPN all almost all season long, knocking off Max Kellerman's <laughs> helmet, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> appreciate you for doing that, right you up. know what I'm saying? You got to respect and love that, man. But everybody that's thinking it's the off season, this ain't the off season, this is the on season. It's time for the officers to start getting their work, get their building and mm-hmm. everything, what they're supposed to do and handle their business right now, right here, right now. This is their time right now to show up. The team showed up and the coaching staff showed up. It's time for the off season to just show up and handle their business. I point my fingers at three people, and the three people is Leon Rose, World Wide West, and Perry. I asked y'all three to go ahead and put this situation together like it's supposed to be. Y'all know what we need. Y'all know what we want. And y'all know, you know what I'm saying, it's only y'all that can make it happy. You know what I'm saying? The Knicks is all the way back. The organization is back. The, the front office is back. The um, the um, the um, the um, coaching staff is back. And behind that, all the fans is back. And what's behind all the fans? All the podcasters. And what's behind all the podcasters? All the chats. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everything that we got going on. Ain't no other organization got a fan base like the New York Knicks, that orange and blue. When I say orange and blue, I'm talking about the New York Knicks. I ain't talking about the Denver Broncos. I ain't talking about the Auburn Tigers. None of that. I'm talking about that, that New York sky orange and blue, man. Love it all the way to death, man. This is our squad right here, man. Appreciating everything. But I'm going to share one thing with y'all real quick, and I'm going to roll out. So everybody unsure about what's going on. When you hear the Dame talk, all this and that, I'm going to give it to you real easy. Brian Warnhurst, I think I said his last name right. He yeah. told us in the middle of the season, the Knicks are in position right now to go get a disgruntled all-star and after that go sign a free agent. That's all I'm going to say. If y'all remember Brian saying that, that's all I'm going to say. It sounds like it's starting to come about what Brian said. That's a basketball guy. He know more than what we know. God bless y'all. Stay healthy, healthy and safe. It. Continue to protect yourself, protect your home. 
fathers love your kids, mothers love your kids, fathers love your wives, wives love your husband. If your boyfriend and girlfriend go further than that, put a ring on it. Appreciate her being in your <laughs> life, man. And God bless my man Sky. Do your thing and tear the gym down, you know what I'm saying? Thursday night. Y'all heard that first time in history somebody gonna perform before the album even dropped. Most Let's people um, perform after the album dropped. He's doing it the opposite way, man. God bless you, man. Shout out to Chuck D and everybody in the chat, man. Everybody else, man. And shout out to Assy and shout out to CK2K and the best board man it is in the business. Super Day. I'm gonna holler back. Yes, See y'all the next time that bell go off. And when that bell well. go off, y'all know what time it is. It's KFT, <laughs> Nick Fan TV, and I'm the J Boogie, and we out. That's it, bro. Peace and love. Shout to Jay Shout Boogie. To hey, man, listen. I got one. I got a Jay Boogie closeout on my show. I got one. I'm good. Let's I'm, go. I'm good that's, to go. That's my, it, my man. The stamp. I'm solidified. My the stamp, stamp good. bro. The stamp, man. Well, yeah. Like I said, bro, um, definitely appreciate all the time that you gave us. I'll be locked yeah. in on Thursday. And uh, make sure you guys in the chat, make sure you check that out. TM and Dave, make sure you guys throw the app in there. H-A-P-P-I-N, mm. right? Yep. Happen, the Happen app or Happen.com. Make sure you download it Thursday, 7.30, man, on time. Sky Zoo premieres the album, All the Brilliant Things, man. Um, Sky, yeah. before we wrap, any any last words to the chat? Just shout to everybody in the chat, man. Shout to everybody, please, you know, put them thumbs up for your boy and, and, and tap in and subscribe and do all that, man. And, and, and you know, shout to, shout to you, brother, man. Like I said, you've been cooking and this thing is real and... I see where, where you got it and where it's going, man. So shout to you. Shout to everybody who's been showing love, man. You know, everybody in the chat, everybody who's been tapped in for years and years. You know, this is, man, I don't even know what number project this is. You know what I mean? This yeah. is like my my fifth solo album, but it's like my 20th, 25th project all together. And, and it's been a serious ride, and I love it. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm blessed and fortunate. I don't call them fans. I call them fam. You know what I mean? Because... Nope. Once you've been around that long and you've really tapped in and, and, and we here and you relate, you fam. So shout out to all the fam out there for real, for real. And the Knicks, man, let's get it, man. Let's let's get I ain't gonna tear I ain't gonna tear that guy down no more. Pause. I was gonna go back and French bread. I'm not gonna tear that guy down no more. Yeah, I know how I feel about French bread. But um nah, shout out to everybody tapping in and all the true real Knicks fans. A real Knicks fan is a realist. So we're gonna keep it a bean, you know, like one of the callers called in earlier, like, yo, Knicks fans. If you say something bad about the Knicks, they want to tear you down. Those ain't real Knicks fans. They living in a pipe dream, yeah. you know, like a real Knicks fan to keep it a bean. If we here, we here. If we here, we got to acknowledge it and pick it up. So, yes, you know, sir. shout out to all the real Knicks fans tapped in. Absolutely, man. And once again, everybody in the chat, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Get that all things, all the brilliant things this Friday. And yeah, uh, yeah man, we'll catch you on the next. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.